Welcome to the Next Dimension Podcast, your portal to an extended reality. Every week we talk about the hottest topics in XR and let you join the discussion live on MRTV. And now, get ready for another exciting episode coming up. Hi, welcome to Season 2, Episode 14 of the Next Dimension Podcast, your podcast that's all about VR and AR. And I'm so looking forward to this episode because we have amazing guests. For example, Adam Bombardi, Community Manager at Live and fellow content creator. Adam, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm super excited. <laughs> that's so good. I'm so looking forward to find out everything about your yeah, your VR career. That's going to be so amazing. And by the way, for all the people who don't know Adam, absolutely subscribe to our channel. The link down in the description of this video. <laughs> also here with us, Simplex Wukash from Poland, fellow content creator. How are you doing? Second time Hello. on the podcast. Yes, I'm amazed that you pronounced my name so well. Yeah, really. That's that's what <laughs> yeah, I'm here to do. Uh, I'm so glad that you invited <laughs> me again. Uh, of course, it's a real honor. <laughs> Oh, that's, really, that, that's so good to hear, man. I, I loved the first time that you were on. We had a great show. Yes. And I have the feeling this show is going to be great as well. Yes, my, <laughs> only, my only dream, and then I can die, is to be again on with Anthony. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to I make this day. happen. But yeah. last time you told me your dream would be to be on with Tatiana. Yes, true. <laughs> and uh, yeah. That's why I'm telling you my second dream. Because yeah, you, are, you are the dream enabler. Yeah, I am. My dream comes true. Indeed, yes, indeed. Sebastian is the enabler. <laughs> I am the enabler of beautiful things. That's amazing. And also, of course, you're with us, co-host of the Next Imagine podcast, Tatiana from Disco VR. How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. Always a pleasure to be on the show. I'm really looking forward to everything we've got to talk about today. Perfect. And I must tell you, I really love your headphones. Yeah. <laughs> I decided to try something more playful because the yeah. other ones are nice but a little boring. And yeah. this cover my entire ear. Perfect. So they don't kind of press a little bit just like in the middle. These are much, much more kind of uh, surrounding sound going yeah. on here. And they look so cute, really. This is perfect. <laughs> I like you. them. Yes, great. And how are you doing, Sebastian? <laughs> I'm also doing really, really well. I'm so happy to have to 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 host a podcast like every Saturday. And today, finally, we have gender parity. Uh, two girls and two guys. Perfect. I mean, so seldom we have this first time. And we're also going to talk about women in VR. Topic that's, I think, very interesting as well. Yeah, for all the people who don't know yet about the Next Dimension podcast, first of all, my name is Sebastian Ang. I'm the host of the show and also founder of MRTV, the channel that you're watching right now. And for this podcast, it's a podcast that's all about VR and AR. We are live every Saturday at 9 p.m. Berlin, 8 p.m. in London. And, well, now because of the... We in, in Europe, we had this time change. Now it's actually 1 p.m. in San Francisco and 4 p.m. in New York City. Right. If you want to listen to us, you can do so on iTunes, Spotify, Google, Alexa, and everywhere where you can find podcasts. And it would be pretty amazing if you would give us, like, uh, write us a nice review, get out your iDevices, find the podcast app, find the Next Image podcast, and give us a five-star review. 
lots of things you have to do, but you can do it. <laughs> and it would be amazing. If you enjoy this podcast, then do leave us a review. It really helps us out. Today, we have some interesting topics. Not too many because, well, October is over and October was the month that had all the crazy VR news. But still, still today we do have some news and I do want to ask Adam and Simplex some questions about the news from, from last week. What about Meta? What do they think about the Pimax 12K QLED, Super Pearls, Mega Pearls? You know, it's, it's a crazy, huge thing. And I really want to know what they think about it. Also, we have some more interesting hardware topics. Here, these here, what do you see here? Let me, let me put that a bit bigger for you to see. <clears throat> Fancy. These are two headsets. Isn't that crazy? This is the Opera 4K, a super sleek headset, which has a micro OLED display. And I must say, I was pretty amazed by what I saw. And this thermos here, it has the Vive Flow, a new VR headset from HTC, also super small form factor. So we're going to discuss those headsets today. And also we are going to talk about um, news from okay from oh meta not okay oh from meta oh, it's called it. meta oh, now oh my god oh, oh my god meta quest oh, the meta quest 2 the meta quest 2 exactly <laughs> is this we really happening it is it is it happening is. It, it is happening it is happening <laughs> and they're really starting with the rebranding starting from right now actually so really in some related news they have already used the meta quest 2 moniker so it is happening <laughs> so we do have some news about them like the new version 43 uh, 34 is live and they have some interesting news also they have some interesting news about squeezing out more performance a lot of more performance out of the quest 2 which is actually very exciting and we're going to talk about this and find out more about this so really interesting topics before we get into the topics we always talk about what we have been doing in the last week and i would want to start with adam first of all adam again great that you're here and well you are the community manager of live and also before of that you have been doing content you're a content creator on youtube and you're also streaming on twitch so how about tell us a bit more about how you got into vr what was your first vr experience and what made you want to be in this crazy um, new industry oh gosh so i had the original htc vive um I got it as a gift, funny enough, but it stayed in the box for a while because I the, the early games, I mean, there was like Arizona Sunshine and maybe a couple right. others that really stood out, but it didn't seem like there was much else coming in at the time. So sadly to say, like my vibe after I the initial excitement of like, wow, this is so cool. It like actually just stayed in a box <laughs> for a while. Um, but as far as like streaming, um, I had been doing that for around four years, but not all of that was VR. VR came more um, around actually the time when Half-Life Alex first came out because oh, I was trying okay. to figure out, yeah, uh, and that's when I brought the, brought the headset back out. I was like, <laughs> you know what? I, I love the Half-Life games and Same to be here. able to play one in VR was like, no way. Like this, is, this would be crazy. Um, crazy to be in that was. world, right? Like, oh, come on. Yes. Are you kidding Even me? Looking around, I was like, I'm in, you know, like I'm in, in the, it. This in the like, video game, unbelievable. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right, and exactly. I, I, those games just meant so much to me growing up you know half-life and even the originals like blue shift and uh the other what you call it the 
like different side uh, stories that you got to see. But um, I would say I Half-Life Alex was probably what started me into being like, okay, well, how do I, because I was already streaming at that point, how do I stream VR? I had never looked into that. And at the time, you know, there were some tutorials out there, but I had to kind of watch like four or five different ones and like compile the information into something that was, you know, still accurate and that made sense. And um, eventually that's what got me inspired to start my own YouTube channel. It's like, well, if I'm having trouble finding information on how to do X, Y, Z, be able to stream or record uh, VR content or even see chat in VR, uh, I'm sure other people are going to be struggling too. So that's kind of where my channel started from is just being able to help other people figure out how to, because like the technology is all new. It's so it's right. not always easy, but there are some methods that are going to be easier and more high quality than, than others. Um, and then Eventually, along that journey, um, Liv was hiring a community manager um, about, I want to say, early spring this year. And I was like, you know what, I'll apply because I had done some, you know, streams on their channel before. I was getting really into mixed reality at that point. And um, they hired me. Perfect. <laughs> wow. So here I am. Yeah. That's got so a lot cool. of really cool stuff <laughs> in a very is, short amount of time. <laughs> that, is, that is so cool. That is so cool. So... Was it your plan to work full-time in, in this industry when you first understood like how transformative this technology is going to be in the future? Or is it more like, okay, you simply did it, you simply started your channel, and then it just happened like because of you saw the opportunity with Live, and then you just went for it? Or is it something that, okay, you, you wanted to be in this? Tell us a bit more about, about how it became that you are now a full-time um, yeah, VR um, content creator and a community manager. Yeah, I think, I mean, before I even got into VR, I didn't really have a direction for any of my content. It was just like, well, cool. People seem to be making money doing the whole streaming, YouTubing thing. <laughs> yeah, let's just kind of right? put <laughs> stuff out there and see what happens. But um, I think VR was really my catalyst for, mm -hmm. like, once I discovered how much I loved it, I was like, I have a thing now instead of, like, you know, just variety streaming, playing, whatever. Like, I knew that I really wanted to focus on VR, not only because of, you know, the crazy experiences that you can get with it, but also because I saw a need for people needing to learn how to be able to, to you know, stream and record it. Um, because there's a lot of really cool games out there, but I felt like they weren't necessarily getting streamed or showcased as well as they could be, because it's just kind of, it's a lot harder compared to if you're just doing a desktop game, right? Cool, you just right. plug in the EXE and then you just sit at your computer and you're good to go. Exactly, um, yeah. So I, I want to say it wasn't intentional, <laughs> but... Okay. But I can't imagine being in any other industry now. Like even if for some reason, you know, a flat screen uh, pancake <laughs> company reached out and be like, no, no, we don't VR? like those guys. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, mm, I kind of want to <laughs> stick to VR now. That's I, I really love it. I want to help um, and continue to see it grow by supporting right. other creators and supporting developers who are making really awesome stuff for it. And oh, especially yeah. in mixed reality, this stuff looks so cool. Right, so we can probably talk a moment about live and what it is. I think you can probably describe it better than I can. So, can <laughs> tell us a bit more about live and what kind of beautiful things can you do with live? Yeah, so one of the hard parts for any game developer, I think, or even a streamer, is how do I show people the difference between, you know, because if you're just watching a first-person perspective, it can be slightly sickening or or you can't even tell really what's the difference between vr and a desktop game because it's just the regular first person but what we tried to do at live is create a 
um, view of VR that as, is as close as possible to what you can actually expect. So seeing a person inside the video game, it's almost like a third person view to your viewers. Um, you're actually holding the guns or holding the swords. It's not just a first person view. Um, and you can do this either with an actual physical camera um, or you can use like an avatar to represent yourself. But it's just a different way of being able to present yourself in VR other than first person. I mean, we have, there's so many other things Live does. Like they've got, you know, to be able to read your chat in VR. They've got streamer kit, um, currently only for Twitch because the API is easier to work with. Um, they've got spaces now. So your viewers can kind of join you in your VR headset from just like the browser, all <laughs> kinds of cool. really cool things. But like, I think the, the main goal of Live is just to help developers showcase their games in a way that's a lot more interesting and also um, and for streamers as well. So it kind of goes in, in a flywheel, flywheel, so to speak, like help developers, which helps streamers, um, you know. So we're just really excited right. about the cool stuff. Yeah. So many things. <laughs> right, right, exactly. And I think one perfect example of Live was Beat Saber. I think yes, that was the catalyst. There was a catalyst, right? When you saw some, I can't remember, it was some lady, lady playing Beat Saber and you can see her like really having those uh, those swords, or how would you call these things? Sabers. Sabers. Sabers, sabers. yeah, it makes so much sense, right? They are beat oh. sabers. Oh my God. <laughs> and, and, and then just like going for it. And she is in that world, right? And you can tell that she's in that world and what she's doing. And it in one video, it really sold the game so well. And that was actually live. So I think this video is like one of the VR videos ever, one of the biggest VR videos ever, and it helped both Beat Saber and also helped Liv to let people understand, like, what is going on here, right? It's, it's mm -hmm. really fantastic. Yeah, yeah so. when you see the first-person view, sometimes it, it can be hard to explain how it feels. I mean, nothing truly will ever be able to show someone sitting on a flat screen how it feels yeah. to be in VR, but mixed reality, at least, is so far as close as we can get, you know, to somebody just sitting on the computer and watching this stuff. Exactly. Um, cool. Yeah. Right. And um, and now you are a community manager. So how does your normal week look like? How was your last week? Did you do you play games or do you answer to people on Twitter? <laughs> what, what what do you do as a community manager? So I um, right now our primary socials are like Twitter and Discord, but um, I'm also running a kind of like a charity event this month for people to participate in. If they'd like to, they can join a stream team. It's for Stack Up, which is a, a nonprofit that supports veteran and uh, military U.S. and allies. Uh, so not just U.S. Um, through the power of video games, they'll send you know men and women overseas, uh, like a tub full of uh, consoles and video games and all kinds of cool stuff. Okay, cool. But that's what, that was my primary focus this week was just getting all that together and packaged in a way that's like going to be easiest for people to understand. But my normal day is like I'm trying to figure out, okay, how do I take what the developers are telling me um, about this cool stuff that they're making and put it in layman's terms where like normal people can understand. Because sometimes they'll, they'll be like, oh yeah, this avatar configuration of code XYZ. And I'm like, okay, tell it to me like I'm a baby, like I'm a mm -hmm. child. <laughs> mm -hmm. I need to be able to translate this information into something that our creators are actually going to understand. Because we do have a lot of developers that um, you know also follow Live, the people that are adding the SDKs and stuff. But as for the creators, you know, we just want to know how to, use the things and what the importance of this maybe new update is going to be to us if that makes sense <laughs> it makes sense so um do you also like answer emails from creators who ask um, specific questions about live 
Is it you? I think <laughs> it's usually going to be me. Or I'll do, um, okay. like, lately we're experimenting with, um, like, influencer campaigns. So we might be working with other developers, maybe, maybe smaller developers who might not have, like, a marketing team. Because we know, uh, we just have, like, a, you know, huge list of creators that we know. So if they're looking to... Um, maybe put down X amount of money because like, okay, I'm going to reach out to these people who I know can create content really well. We can A, get them paid for making videos, uh, VR videos, which is super cool. And um, B, we can help this um, game developer who might be, you know, maybe a solo developer or a smaller team help get their game out there so they can keep working on the thing without having to be, you know, three different people at once. Right, right. And um, your, the Lyft team, I know, they are actually in Prague, right? Or did they already move to some other place? Oh, we're all over the world. Like there's <laughs> yeah, okay, myself anywhere. in Los Angeles, like right, right. San Francisco, Prague. We've got France. We've got, okay. uh, we're everywhere. Yeah, okay. No, so no problem. So you communicate with each other using Discord or? Mm -hmm. is, is, okay, great. Yeah, this, Discord is amazing for that. It's, it's so cool. Yeah, you don't you don't really have to be in one place in, in the earth, right? It's, it's, it doesn't matter anymore. It's, Do you I meet in VR? Do you yeah. meet in <laughs> Oh, that's a good question. Do Sometimes meet, we yeah. have, we've done like VR chat, um, like, We'll do maybe every like a bi-weekly just team meeting to see where everybody's at. And we've done them in VR chat before. Um, but otherwise, sometimes we're boring and quick. And we'll, cause, <laughs> cause sometimes it's always like, you know, okay, meet at this time. But then there's always like someone having a headset issue or a microphone issue. Okay. So yeah. sometimes still until we get to the point where everything like works quickly all the time. Like you just mm -hmm. we're, we might just use something like Google Hangouts or Google yeah. Meet rather. Yeah, right. The old way it also still works quite well. Like... How we do it right now. <laughs> okay, cool. Thank you so much, Adam, for letting us know about your week. And we're looking forward to hear more from you later. Yeah, Tatiana, you. Tatiana, how have you been doing? I've been doing well. Not a lot has happened since the last time I was on the show. As you said, October was a lot busier. <laughs> You're right. And eventful. Uh, we had a lot to talk about. And I think our last show lasted over three hours. Yeah, you're right. Not today, though. <laughs> <laughs> Not today, no. Uh, it was just one weekend. You know, um, I was catching up with some games and playing some new games. Like one of the recent games that came out is uh, Blade and Sorcery Nomad. Right. I don't know if you played that one. I played the PC version. I didn't okay. play the, the Quest version yet. Yeah, so... The new DLC those... that came out for Quest, right? I think I haven't... Yeah. For those... Cool. Yeah. Yeah, for those who don't might be not know, but it was all over YouTube. Uh, the Blade and Sorcery came as a standalone Quest 2 exclusive game, similar to Resident Evil that also only works in Quest 2, so they keep pushing their headset. Right. And it actually, it's a bit, like the physics are funky a bit, but overall it's great fun because it's a sandbox kind of game. It doesn't have like a mission or storyline, a plot that you can keep completing, but mostly it's just a sandbox where you get to spawn different weapons and just like smash everything you and everyone kill. you see. You just kill. <laughs> like, you know, it reminded me of Gorn. The first time I played Gorn, which is also, you know, right. when it just came out on a standalone headset, I'm like, why do I like killing people so much? <laughs> and, I, and I thought that was because the people there, they looked like super cartoonish, you know? They were like funny looking. They had these huge like shoulders and teeny tiny little legs. So it was funny. But uh, with the Blade and Sorcery, they look a little bit more realistic. 
Actually, yeah, a lot quite more realistic. A, quite, yeah, exactly. Quite a like, bit realistic. Like, like really more realistic than in Agreed. Gore, right? Well, except for, you know, the physics. You can twist <laughs> their heads like they're made of rubber or something. So, but, <laughs> anyway. uh, but it reminded me of a super simplified version of Skyrim. Because it's about okay. the same, like, universe, you know, the medieval fantasy-looking kind of environment. And even, like, the way that the people are dressed there. And there are mages and there are warriors. And I thought it was it was really fun. I'm really looking forward to seeing how they improve the game in a way that, you know, it wouldn't be, like, it's a little bit janky now. But it's still great fun. But I do want to see, like, missions and some plots, storylines. Totally agreed. But the coolest part about that game, though, is the dungeon mode which is it's partially procedurally generated so some mm -hmm. some parts about the dungeon are predetermined but everything else is generated so instead of just having hordes of enemies running at you you just proceed with the dungeon and just clear out different enemies and that for me was a lot more interesting because it felt like I'm actually on a mission going somewhere doing something. But honestly, right. like if you want to watch the video that I made on my channel, you know, don't let these fool you. It's actually very brutal. It's and super please, brutal. <laughs> and please don't judge me for whatever monster inside my head to channel to record that video. <laughs> yeah, but it, those... it's it's really like unbelievable, unbelievably brutal. Like um, it's as brutal when, when as you I... wanted to make. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, you could say so. But yeah, you in can... the end, it's like, like when I whenever I played it, I, I felt a bit bad because like you have to, you have to, you're slaying like pretty ladies. Like I'm totally fine <laughs> with like slaying guys, right? But there's some some beautiful <laughs> ladies, and then you, you just chop their heads off, like, like grab oh. them by the head, yeah, and you just yes. see them looking at you, and you're like, yeah, okay, exactly. <laughs> That's it. Okay, exactly. You know, it you brings out the worst in you. But you can have a clean fight if you want. You can just like and and you know these melee attacks with swords, yeah. and it'll be clean that and nice. More and then, skill. Oh. Yeah. yeah, but sometimes yeah. you can go fully berserk on them. And, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. yeah. But, um, you know, um, I agree. It would be great if there was a game like Skyrim, but with this kind of physics and with this kind of fighting, right? It's. I think I really enjoy, actually, the physicality out of it. You can really mm -hmm. feel that you have, like, this uh, heavy weapon in your hands, for example, if you have one that is two-handed. Great sword. Yeah, you exactly. have to Exactly. They, they have done a great job in the, on that, I think. I think so, too. There's some right. magic, too, but I, I think I would like to see even more spells. And they had fire. They have, like, electric shot and telekinesis. Something mm -hmm. like that. And I love that you can use those to enchant the weapons you have. So, like, you can put some fire on your sword. Right. And then you have a fire sword. So, it's actually pretty good for, you know, for a standalone game. The graphics, I enjoyed the graphics. I know it's not, you know, you can't compare it to PC VR in that way. But, yeah, I, I had fun. Okay. Um, there's another thing, like, another little game that I played. But this is way too early. I have uh, early access to the demo of uh, Little Cities. Ah, right, right. It's right, like right. a SimCity. Cool. Yeah, SimCity in VR. How cool is yes, that? Yes, finally. And I'm working on a video about it right now because we can like show what it's like even before it's released, which it will. it's just still like almost half a year before it's released in spring okay. 2022. So there's mm -hmm. a lot they can improve, but I'll tell you now, the game looks really nice it okay. looks almost exactly like the uh, mob like the uh mobile version of the same game i played like it's simplified it's not as complex as the computer version of SimCity is but if you played the one on your phone 
it's very like the complexity is very similar to to that one so i assume they can make it even better since they have so much time well maybe it's not that much time for developers like i don't want like oh you have all this time probably they do feel stressed <laughs> about this six <Yeah>. month <laughs> yeah but i think that but does it work it, in vr this kind of game does it work this kind it of does game? it, it okay. does yes mm -hmm. you um it works really well uh you can like choose your own zones you know the residential the commercial the, like the build factories and it keeps unlocking more interesting stuff that you can build and you kind of control the economy of your city and expand to different like islands you're building on islands basically it works okay. really well okay, little cool. things like you know getting closer getting the map bigger or getting closer that the game doesn't have that yet and it doesn't have a tutorial uh because oh. it's such an early demo but i'm sure they will <laughs> add it later on yeah, but yeah, cool. I'm I'm super excited. This is uh so far I think is the first sim city type simulator on uh on Quest 2 and um I'm really excited to see what they're going to make nice. with it. They Great. had I think Dice Day Sim if I remember. I don't remember if that was on Quest or not, but I know that was on Steam and it was a kind of a similar where you get to build like civilizations and you're a you're basically like a giant person, but I okay. don't know oh. uh, how that would compare. It'd be interesting to see. Ah, is uh Day Sim? Are you talking about? Uh... I think so. Yeah, I was just okay. trying to pronounce it. Yeah, it's day, it's Day Sim. It's uh, it started on SideQuest, then it went on to actually the official store. But it's more like a God Simulator. So I, ah, I okay. guess it is a similar one. But uh, yeah, you're, one's more you're city, like one's more God civilization. <laughs> yeah, a little little different. <laughs> okay, cool. Is it your week finished, or is there anything more? I mean, I, I think I'll stop here. Those are two okay. games that I got really excited about the last two. Okay. Perfect. Yeah, we also have Simplex here with us. Simplex, Wukasz, you are Polish content creator and you are running the Polish version of the Next Dimension podcast. Of course. Not yet as, <laughs> not yet as popular and great, but I'm okay. working on it. Perfect. Yeah. Great. Nice. Yeah, so great to have you back on the show. We had uh, the first show together a couple of weeks ago, which was fantastic. What have yeah. you been doing since then? Last time I said I didn't play any VR games, and uh, you almost, uh, you know, uh, got you off. Today better? Please don't mute me. Yes, better. I played a, lo a lot of lots of video games, it didn't come VR much. games. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Yeah, so tell us about about your VR games. Yeah, so I played I played Eye of the Temple, and oh, I recommend perfect. everyone to play it. Actually, my friend who is also actually I can I can brag. Okay, I will brag. I played High of the Temple and I noticed it doesn't have a Polish version. Oh, yeah. And okay. then I figured out it will have ve really very little text in there. So it shouldn't be a real problem to translate it. Mm -hmm. I know a guy who is the CEO of a, one of the biggest, best Polish translation companies. And he's also a great VR fan, would oh, you imagine? That comes and together. He, and he actually well. made also a, a, a video about Eye of the Temple where he actually was dressed as Indiana Jones. He basically cosplayed <laughs> Indiana Jones. I've seen that one. It's so good. You're, well, I mean, well, maybe not so this cool. one because he's is a, it was Polish one. So I think many people did that. Oh, really? He's Polish yeah. and he did it in Polish. But I, I'm, okay. I'm sure he wasn't the you know the only one. But you but know, is it had, is, is it live compatible? It is. Yes. It's like one of the integrations. I mean, one of the best ones to show off. It makes it makes so much sense, right? This game. So he didn't do it in live because you know. Uh, he doesn't have the, the resources, but he did it, and he had like, uh, you know, the uh, fedora or what, what kind of uh, stetson? I don't know what mm -hmm. what kind of 
uh, I, I uh, guess it's a fedora. I, whatever. <laughs> that doesn't matter. Yeah. But uh, let's go back to let's go back to the to, to the topic. Uh, I uh, contacted uh, him, asked him if he could do the translation, and then he said he would and for free. And uh, we we contacted the developer Rune, and basically we got the Polish version of Eye of the Temple cool. made. Yeah. Awesome. Congratulations! Yeah. He also translate, translated Squingle. I don't know if you heard about this game. There's this like oh, yeah. small indie game yeah. Squingle, and he also made this Polish version. So we are trying to help, you know, Polish. Uh, sorry, help to help the, the small indie devs with little resources to translate uh, games to Polish. That know? is perfect. Yeah. So I played this, and I. And how do you like it? How do you like the game? By I, the way, I love it because this is. Remember the 2016 where we were all hyped on the room scale? We thought, yeah. you know, room scale is the future, you know. And then we never have... we never exactly. used it. <laughs> exactly. There was this one uh, diplomacy something. I don't remember. Uh, you know, some there was this game yeah. called Something Diplomacy and uh, you needed a huge room and you could like walk in it. What was the name oh, of that game? But I, I haven't it was played great. this one. You haven't? Yeah. You should try mm -hmm. it. I, okay. I don't remember, but this is like the game from 2016. Maybe someone in the chat remembers. Uh, oh. Yeah, it, it wasn't. Unseen diplomacy. Un yes, yes, dude. I've play never this. heard of that. Yes, because it's one of the first games that uh, used this, uh, you know, uh, this concept of exactly. My friend Starlight PL just uh, posted that. It used this concept of you know those Azure spaces where you walk inside a room and then there's like room that would overlap in the real life, but in VR it doesn't overlap because it's just generated yeah. graphics and you can have this uh, sense that you are in a much bigger space, right? So they did it first. Mm. But it required like four by four meters or something, and you can even crawl inside vents. Yeah. So. Wow. Oh, wow. So well, I guess Eye of the Temple is a smaller version of that. This kind of game, like you don't crawl, but uh, you walk on this. You walk in this game. You never teleport. You never move uh, with a stick. It's, there's no artificial, you know, artificial no, locomotion. Like it. Yeah. It's amazing. So you are exploring this huge temple, and I got so immersed that I almost destroyed my 65-inch TV. So, so <laughs> yeah, be careful. You wouldn't be the first. Every one. VR enthusiast <laughs> should destroy yeah. their television I once. Disagree. At least. You should at least hit it, but maybe not. Destroy <laughs> at least hit it. That's the least. At least hit it. Yeah. Exactly. You know, because you know, I was really very always very careful. I demoed VR to like dozens of people, and there was never any accident. I never destroyed anything myself. So you know, I. I pride it was about time, yeah. And I finally hit my TV. So be careful about. Remember about uh, about borders, about buffers. Remember that. So right. yeah, uh, art of the temple. I of the temple is great, and I think it doesn't sell well for some reason because maybe it's not. You know, it's just it's just a, a one man. Uh, you know, one man. Uh, like his. Uh, this is like his. You know, creation, and uh, he worked five years on that game. So okay. buy it because it's amazing. Okay. Mm -hmm. How expensive? It is. How it's not very it? expensive. It's like 20 yeah. bucks, I think, or yeah, that's that would be good. <laughs> yeah. So and okay. I also played I'll buy it. I also played Puzzling Places, which came out mm. some time ago, and I was amazed at at how great it is. Like mm. nice. Really. That, that by the way comes from Germany. Yeah. yeah? Oh nice. really? Right. It's gone a long way. It definitely has has gone a long way. They started with the one single puzzle on SideQuest. Yes. And actually Puzzling Places was exactly, the very yeah. first VR game that from SideQuest that I tried. Like ah, when I first got my quest right. and I connected my quest right. and it was right there. And now I know exactly. that they were actually maybe promoting it or something, but it had a very high ratings. And I tried and I'm like, oh, my God, yeah, are all games on SideQuest so awesome? <laughs> Not all of them are. Yeah. I need to work there. I need to work at this SideQuest so, thingy. And so they went from there and when App Lab, 
you know, started, SideQuest started working with Oculus to actually bring, you know, um, um, some of the apps to App Lab and SideQuest is now the official discovery platform of App Lab games. And after a while, they got invited to the official store and now they have like 16 puzzles and they keep adding different DLCs. So I think, yeah, Puzzling Places is a real success story. Yeah, right. I have, you know, I have one question for the creators. Right you yeah. know, because maybe you know, Tatiana, about this, uh, Tatiana, uh, that in the demo, there was a puzzle of a Polish market square in Gliwice, it's Gliwice, before, yeah. you know, uh, when the Germans had it, but now we have it, and <laughs> it's called Gliwice. Let's not start Re with the police, please. That. Let's, no, I'm kidding. I'm not a part of it. Don't ask <laughs> me. I'm just telling, the, you know, the, uh -huh. the German name to Sebastian because in Silesia, yeah. you know, it's all has it's all has double names. <laughs> it was Polish, then it was German, it was by Polish. It's a let's not get that. But they had this puzzle, Gliwice uh, Market Square in the beta, and then it disappeared mm. from the full game. It, it cannot be even bought as a DLC. So oh, where right. is my Gliwice Market? I ask. <laughs> Whoa! I, Give I, it oh, back. Okay, okay. I, I will maybe ask they them. Are, maybe they're preparing can them. it for a paid DLC. Maybe yeah. they're going to release maybe. the company. You have to pay extra. But the it. game itself is just amazing, and those sounds, like when you when you are uh, assembling the puzzles, you can hear different sounds, like pool, mm -hmm. you know, like billiard tables hitting uh, the table or fire, you know, like it I comes don't know. to life. It comes yeah. to life the more you it's build amazing. it. Amazing. Okay, yes, well, I, I played play this. Mm. I also played some uh, some Resident Evil 4 VR, but like it's just Resident Evil 4 VR, so we know how that is. <laughs> I did enjoy it though. <laughs> yes, People I seem to love it. Yeah, I, I love it. I mean, I never played it before, so it was like okay. a new uh, experience. I played yeah. other games. I, I I finished Resident Evil 7 in VR, so that's uh, yeah, mm. that, that was a nice experience. And uh, but the game I want to talk about is game In Death from the Polish developer that comes from a city of Wrocław, also known as Breslau. Mm. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, it's a fantastic game and they just it is. put, it really put is. out a fourth free DLC. There was a new area, Desolation, which I tried, I made, a, I, made a, I recorded a video on my quest and I tried mm. to get to that area, but it turns out you have to find some kind of bat. I couldn't find the bat. I didn't even know <laughs> that I have to look for the bat. So I just <laughs> failed, but I, yeah, I came back to the game after a few months. But the game is still great. It's amazing. It's awesome. However, I had this very weird sensation that I came from playing uh, Puzzling Places and Resident Evil 4 VR, which I think are in the native Quest 2 resolution. So the graphic is just crisp, crystal, crystal clear. Amazing. And I think that uh, In Death Unchained is not running in the native Quest 2 resolution. Perhaps it's okay. running in Quest 1. And I could immediately see the blurrier graphics, but it was only by comparison because after okay. five minutes, I completely forgot about it. You know, right, right. Got but it, yeah. the difference is there. Yeah. And hmm. I also think that Resident Evil 4 is running in 72 hertz instead of 90. Yeah, I think, I think it right? is. Yeah. Which is, mm. which makes no sense because I think it was already cracked and you can, you can run it at 90, the pirate version, which is crazy. And you can also run it on Quest 1, which is even more crazier because why is Facebook, you know, Blocking because people. Meta. Because meta. Yeah, it's just meta. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. I mean, they could have at least made the game so demanding that it wouldn't run well on Quest. How hard was that? Just, you know, make it more demanding. Yeah. But they, they needed to sell some Quest 2, so it makes all sense. Yeah, yeah. So for me, but it makes all sense. Yeah, I can understand it. <laughs> You're right. Exactly. It. Yeah. So that was. Yeah, yeah. I, I just really want to um, read this comment from Tasmania who says that the best Polish game is The Witcher because yes. I completely agree with that. 
The Witcher, oh. playing it right the whole now. series. I played it never, yesterday. If you are to play one game in your life, play Witcher 3. Yeah. I'm serious. Yeah, I, I bought it, it recently one of the best for, for like 10 euros or what? Super cheap. Yes, and it's like for hundreds of hours. Like, yeah, yes, so the whole perfect. series. You know, the first <laughs> game is, sad, is unfortunately now very old. It's 2007, so it's jank. It's like, you know, it's not, it's not accessible. I, mean, I love up. it, but it, yeah, okay. it didn't hold up. It aged poorly. Second but it's one not, is better. It's, but it's, not in, it's not in VR. Sorry. Yes, I know. Yeah, sorry. But Vorpex, Vorpex. Yeah, I'm not sure if I, if I would ever play it. I just bought it for 10 euros. Yeah, I have it, but I'm not going to play it. Play it. Play it. Does it actually okay. look good in Vorpex? Because I, I tried Cyberpunk with Vorpex, and it still wasn't convincing enough. Things were just not scaled properly. Like, I got an extra mod to change the FOV, but it just... It just didn't it didn't work for me. But I haven't tried The Witcher with the, with Warpix. You have? You, you know I, you what? Haven't. I haven't tried The Witcher, oh. but I played Cyberpunk with it or tried Cyberpunk with it. But you know what, Adam? I watched your video, and after I watched your video, <laughs> then I got Cyberpunk and Warpix because of your video. <laughs> and you know what? Right. Actually, I really think it worked quite well. Honestly speaking, don't you think? It's, Did you it's get like... the uh, the mod to increase the FOV? Because I feel like that kind of makes a big difference too. Yes. So. And uh, yeah, well, I, I really think it worked well. So, yeah, I still I'm still waiting for Cyberpunk in real VR without modding, yeah. right? Because I think this game but, is going to be fantastic. But it's you a know real that, VR. But CD Projekt Red has a really horrible, outdated view on VR. They just say, no, it's not there yet. We're not interested. Yeah, you must convince them, Simplex. I, I will. It's your, your, your fellow countrymen. Make I it wish. happen. And someone is also asking on uh, chat if uh, if Kingdom Come Deliverance is big in Poland. Well, I don't know, but I know this game, and I know many people who played it, my friends. But we are all hardcore gamers, so I maybe live in a bubble. But yeah, that's another yeah, great right. game. It's a Czech game. Okay. Uh, it takes place uh, in like 13th century or 14th century during an actual. It's very historical, you know, very very true to life. Uh, it's really great. There's no dragons in there. There's no magic. It's just like a guy who starts from nothing. His village gets burned. He has to avenge his family, and it's a great game. You have yeah, <laughs> sounds really. like the right thing to do. <laughs> but, but you can, and you know what <laughs> you can do? You can I actually can't throw, get, I, I you can't can get excited about these flat games in this uh, game. Flat. This, well, you are broken. So I'm sorry. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But I'm, I'm like, spoiled by VR. <laughs> yes, in Kingdom Come Deliverance, we can actually throw throw manure at the German person's house. So. <laughs> So Poles yeah, yeah, love it, of that's course. That's what you like to do. Exactly. That's why Poles love it so much. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah, so that was, and I also played some Vader Immortal. I finished the second and third episode. It's a, I mean, it's it's nice, you know, uh, show of uh, possibility of of, of uh, VR, like for more more experience, like less gameplay, more experience. But for fans of uh, Star Wars, yeah, they will probably lo love it, right? They will love it exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I moderately enjoyed it because I'm not a fan of uh, Star Wars. Like, I mean, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's not, I'm not uh, a great fan. So okay. don't uh, like ban me. But, but do you at least like Star Trek? No. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now I have to boot you boot okay. all of this. <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> oh, no. I did it. <laughs> no. <laughs> wow. No, no Star Trek and no Star Wars. This is crazy. I know it. I mean, uh, I know both. I, I tried watching it. It didn't like resonate with me. I'm not, I'm not saying it's bad. I recognize it's, you know, like uh, contribution to pop culture. And I, I, I'm glad it exists, you know. Okay. I played Star Trek. I played, of course, uh, the, okay. the Bridge Crew. I did. Okay, good. Okay, you can, stay, you can stay here. Thank you. Yeah, I finished Bridge Crew. <laughs> and I'm glad it exists. Maybe one of those days, maybe on my retirement, I will finally go and watch, you know. Watch yeah, it. you should. There's really some yeah, I know, good shows. I know. I know. It's, I know it's good. I know there's lots of good stuff there. I know. Perfect. Also, I didn't watch Babylon 5. I'm furious. <laughs> <laughs> All 
All right. <laughs> that was a good show, though, as well. I yeah, think. I heard. I know. <laughs> okay. For more ways to get kicked out of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll find more ways to get you kicked out of it. Okay. Anyways, I, I, I just, try. Just I do my best. <laughs> right. Okay. Is it your week? Are you finished? Yeah, I think I am. Yeah. I, oh, okay. okay. I also, but I also made a stream in English, but it's a non-VR game, but it's a Polish game. So okay, there's this least. developer <laughs> called People Can Fly, who used to be. Have you ever heard of a game Painkiller? Maybe Sebastian no. did. No, no, no. You didn't. I Bulletstorm. Bulletstorm. Yeah, they did Bulletstorm. One. Yes, they did Bulletstorm. I love they that were game. okay. Yeah, those those guys. They were actually called uh, People Can Fly. Then Epic bought them, and I think they were called Epic Games Poland or something. Then they got independent again. They got their name back because Bulletstorm unfortunately bombed. It flopped. So it was a great game, but it flopped. Because EA just didn't, he just forgot to put money in the marketing budget. Like, you know, it happens. It happens to everyone. And then right. they made, uh, yeah, and they made the game Outriders, which is like a, a bit of like Destiny, a bit of Gears of War. It's, it's, a, it's a cool game because it's a really, it's a really funny uh, mechanics. Like we can like, for example, burn people and you know, we have those superpowers. And so I'm playing in call with my friend, my friends. My, like freezes people in place and then I burn them and that's how we work. That's how we okay. roll. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and it's in we English. Don't you can watch it on my stream in English because I'm talking English there. Okay. Yeah. But Sorry. we don't want to talk too long about yeah. those Sorry. flat games. Yes. Those, those <laughs> pancake. Yeah. Pancake games. Pancake. Exactly. Who cares about pancake, them, like? pancake lenses? Okay. Pancake yeah. games. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. I play a lot of pancake games because. Yeah. Oh, no. All right. Yeah, good. Then uh, let me tell you quickly about my week. So finally, another pure hardware week, just like I like it. I got two, two new headsets that we're going to talk about in uh, this show. First of all, this here, this is the Apara 4K Tethered, and it's a very sleek headset. It's super small, and the exciting thing about this headset is it has a micro OLED display. And well, that is my first headset with a micro OLED display. It also has these pancake lenses where you can set the diopter. It has um, IPD adjustment. And I must honestly tell you, I was super excited when I first put this on. You can see the exact moment where I see the picture for the first time in my uh, unboxing. <laughs> I think you couldn't <laughs> stop saying, oh, wow. Yeah, oh, exactly. Wow. Oh, five oh, times. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, God. Oh, wow. Though. Yeah, exactly. And, and I just recorded the exact moment when I first saw the first um, picture in this. And yeah, it was just... Oh wow! Oh god! Because I haven't seen uh, uh, I haven't seen an OLED um, an OLED display for a long time in VR, and now I have an OLED display here in VR that has like a huge resolution where you cannot see any more screen door effect anymore, you know, and which doesn't have like the problems of other OLED displays like ghosting or what it does it just doesn't have it. So I was blown away when I tried it out for the first time. Then I connected this to my computer and tried some Half-Life Alex, and then I did through the lens videos of Half-Life Alex. You know, I love to take a video of that glove, <laughs> right? <laughs> and uh, I, I made a 10 minute video showing the glove and stuff. It's It was amazing MRTV time again. So, Whenever I post the Through the Lens video first, before the unboxing, it, it shows that I'm so excited, I need to get it out as soon as possible. Because the picture quality is really amazing. It's, it's ridiculously amazing for this. And this is going to come out uh, as a Kickstarter in end of November. And I am very sure that this is going to do super, super well. We're going to talk about this later in the show. And I'm really excited to find out what you think of of micro OLED and 
I will answer all of your questions, and this is probably going to be really exciting. So this is the Apara 4K. Right now, this is the version which doesn't have like uh, its own tracking. Here is a, a six-stop tracking solution built on top of it, the Nolo, which is not great, but they will have Lighthouse, oh, a Lighthouse cool. module, and they're going to have an, an all-in, and they're going to have an all-in-one with four cameras and inside-out tracking which also streams from the computer. So I think they're really up to something. And I have the feeling they will, ha they will have a very, very successful Kickstarter. That's my but, feeling. But yep. did they already reveal the price? Um, actually, you can buy this right now without the tracking for like $600. However, for the Kickstarter, they're supposed to give a, like a 42% discount. So it should be probably around $400, which, which is like a steal for something that looks like this. So, uh, yeah, they will be very successful. Yeah, <laughs> they're they're with the, the lighthouses, that price? Or uh, is that... That, that, that part, I don't know. I, I'm, mm -hmm. That's probably going to be more expensive, exactly. I think so. Mm -hmm. I also don't know the exact prices. I don't even know how the lighthouse module will look like. We'll find out very soon because they're going to send it to me end of November as well. And obviously, I will try it out. For the all-in-one version, it, it looks just like this, but in white. And it has four cameras here and there. And I think the battery is here in the back. So, yeah, lots of promise. Really, really mm. cool stuff. Really cool stuff. So I was excited to try this out, my first micro OLED display. And that's really the future of VR because, well, perfect resolution, perfect blacks, perfect colors. Small form factor. I nice. already backed uh, links on Kickstarter. Okay, I think perfect. I'm going to back this too. Yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> going to back it too. And then another headset that you can buy right now, and uh, I did buy it actually. It's uh, this <laughs> so small. It's uh, it's uh, this uh, this thermos can. You of course, add, you should add <laughs> sloshing noises. You know, like <laughs> yeah. the water. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, yeah, you have seen this uh, thermos bottle in all these HTC tweets where they were teasing this headset, right? And in it, we'll find the Vive Flow. And uh, yeah, this is another headset that I made a video about, my unboxing and first impression video. Also, very nice form factor. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, even a different kind of, it's like like with these side pieces. And, oops, looks, looks, uh, <laughs> oops, wait a moment, it's like this. Makes me think of that uh, metamorphosis right? by Kafka, <laughs> <laughs> turning into a fly. <laughs> yeah, you're right, exactly. It does look a bit like this, right? So yeah, this is, these are the, 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 the Vive Flow. This is the Vive Flow, costs $500, and it's more, of a media viewing device because you can stream your Android phone into it and that works really well. Mm. And um, also they have some VR games. They have the Viveport store there so you can download some apps and games. And yeah, we're going to talk more about this later. So for that, I also did an unboxing first impression video and the full review is going to come soon. And yeah, basically that was my week. Lots of hardware just how I like it. <laughs> Another busy <laughs> week. Fun. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Busy weeks. But that's good. That's a good thing. Okay, yeah. well, I'll keep my busy questions. Week in VR, right? What? Very busy week in VR. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. Just... <laughs> exactly. Busy week in VR. Perfect. So these are topics that we're going to talk about in this show. So that's going to be really interesting. Mm. But now, now we're going to start with our topics. And before we get into the new, into the new topics, I would um, talk about some old ones of last week. And I simply would like to know about 
the opinion of, of Adam and Simplex. So, Adam, um, I would like to, first of all, I would like to ask you, what is your go-to headset right now, the headset that, you're, that you like? And are, are you interested in all the new headsets or, or is it more about the software for you? Um, for me, like my go-to headsets, my go-to PC VR headset is the Valve Index. Um, oh, good headset. Great headset. I use the OG Vive for years, though. Like when I hold on <laughs> to a thing, whether it's a phone, like I will use it forever. Um, and then for my portable headset, obviously I use the Quest 2. Right. Um, I am definitely excited to see where we're going to go with more portable headsets. Um, so yeah, it, this it is makes really portable, me... right? This is where... <laughs> Yeah, it yeah. makes me happy to see that we're starting to branch off to and more attempts. this is also really small, actually, right? Mm. Yeah, but I haven't quite seen something yet that would right. be like, you know, uh, something that I would purchase over the Quest 2. Something that, like, I, you know, I already have all these functions plus more in my Quest. But I do really want to find something that could replace it, so I'm, I'm hopeful. Sure, sure. <laughs> and uh, Simplex, how about you? Uh, what is your go-to headset? My go-to headset is Index Vive for PC. And I turned off my camera for a second because I wanted to present. I present to you the Franken Quest. <laughs> ah, you have it. My yeah, own design. Good. Perfect. Do you recognize? Do you recognize this? This is the yeah, deluxe the, audio strap. Of course, the do best you know, head strap ever. Do you know that uh, one character in Dune? What? Please mute her, and then. We'll talk. <laughs> <laughs> I I stepped away from the Franken Quest for a while now. I've been rocking my. Uh, I'm bobo? actually rocking my Halo. Not not even a Bobo, just a regular Halo strap. You know, it works. Oh, yeah, right. I've seen that me. too. Yeah. I have the same audio. battery thing. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, that's good. But Perfect. the audio. But the audio? The audio. Most of the time, I need to stay kind of um, okay. connected with the you reality. Just have when need. I want good audio because, because Index spoiled me because Index has the best. <laughs> so, did you know actually that the Deluxe Audio Strap is in Dune? In what? People notice it on Reddit. Deluxe Audio Strap is in Dune. Oh, Dune. Dune. Oh no, Dune. I haven't. I haven't watched the movie. Oh, I saw that picture. It's fantastic. Yeah. That's so oh, really? Shot. Someone and actually used it in the, yeah, as a prop, as a prop in the movie. Exactly. Ah, oh, that's cool. So, yeah, let's that's go back to my cool. Franken Quest. Yeah, so. please. <laughs> so I that's, have this. That's a good enough reason to go this, back to Franken Quest. I have this print. <laughs> I have a printout from my friend that makes me, you know, this adapter that I can connect it, and I have the cable to connect the, you know, uh, the power bank. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's basically it. So I have disconnected and it works really well the battery holds the cable is you know rooted perfectly so this is my go-to headset for mobile okay. because it's the best one and i use valve yeah. index and i also use psvr to play uh, exclusive psvr games so I oh, think, yeah me too of course i think those three headsets are like the best i think you know the you best can play basically everything choice. that you want yeah exactly. that, that's that's a really and, good combination and i can use quest 2 also to stream uh, wirelessly and wired from pc right for oculus exclusives right. like Lone Echo 2 for example exactly and that works so, so that works so well it's it's incredible yeah. yeah but what i wanted to ask um adam and simplex both of you um have you you have obviously heard about the pimax 12k qled last week there was like mm -hmm. um, not not launch. I would love if it was launched. It was like <laughs> announced, and it has it is this this dream headset that can basically do all kind of things. It's a PC VR headset, but it's also a standalone headset. It has these new lenses which combine the best of both worlds: a spheric and Fresnel lenses. It has like a, a 12K display, um, QLED and mini LED, like everything put into one device that can do 
everything basically. <laughs> so I would I would like to ask um, Adam, did you watch did you watch the presentation? Uh, have you have you watched the the announcement? Not the announcement, but okay, I've seen but kind of like the it. reactions and news outlets to it after. Oh, yeah, I forget, yeah. was there a price? I think that's a big point to it. Was there a price point? Did we know that? Um, yes, $2,400. $2,400, yep. yep. Yeah. So I don't know. It's hard to say because I think if we're trying to make as amazing as these features are, if we're trying to help VR become a little more mainstream, I, I know okay. that with all of the functions capabilities, it, it might be a bit tough of a sell. I mean, for us, for enthusiasts, we're like, oh yeah, you know, like this right. is, for us, this probably, is great, yeah, this is the latest exactly. and greatest. Yeah, right. Right. But I feel like we're kind of creating a larger gap between like people who maybe just want to get into it to play games, watch movies, and, and us, you know, <laughs> that right, are enthusiasts right. that will shell out several thousands of dollars for VR. But it's really cool to see what new technologies are that are coming out with and just want them to be kind of maybe more of an affordable price okay, for most people. Got it. Yeah, it would be okay. great. Would be great to have some um, Quest 2 competitor from another company so they would they would even try to get the yes. price down. But I think 299 is already a really good price for the Quest 2, but in my opinion like the impulse buy price would be $199, right? With for $199 I think it would like fly off the shelves of Walmart and Target and all these places. I think we're going to get there. I'm, I'm sure they're going to push it to this price point. Yeah. Right. It's more slow. It's it's bound to happen. Technology is becoming smaller it, it and is. it's becoming cheaper. Mm -hmm. So it's just You're, a matter of time. Exactly. Totally agreed. Um, yeah. Adam, have you ever tried a Pimax headset? Have you ever had the chance? I haven't. To... Oh, you should. No, it's, it's interesting. Some, all of the reviews <laughs> and videos I watch from you guys, you know, I'm always so jealous. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> Pimax, if you're watching this, Adam Bombbody wants to try a Pimax headset, right? So I think that would be... Yeah, <laughs> I heard it here first. <laughs> you, you heard it on the Next Dimension podcast first. Pimax, <laughs> send one to Adam to try it out on her channel. I'm sure that would be amazing content. Okay, cool. Great. Good to know. And um, Simplex, tell us about your experiences with Pimax and what are your thoughts about the Pimax 12K QLED? I had Pimax 5K myself. I kickstarted it. And I want to say that this headset is a dream. Which means uh -huh. literally, it is a dream. It doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, right now it's true. <laughs> uh, do you do you know this uh, this meme with the guy from M Memento when he writes down on a photo, "Don't believe his lies"? I don't know. So, I don't remember. Yeah. I was in the movie theater for okay. the Memento, but it's a, yeah, it's a no it's meme. When you want to just say someone is lying, you can post this meme that Guy Pierce <laughs> takes a photo of a guy, and it's the one who played Dozer in Matrix, and he writes, "Don't believe his lies." To remember that he shouldn't trust that man. So okay. imagine Pimax logo instead of this guy and don't believe <laughs> right. his lies in there. If you look for the meme, you'll find it, but it's probably I'm so old that this meme is so old. But basically, I think they will, they are they promised and they will under deliver okay. and it will yeah. not come uh, next year and it will have not have, it will have, if it has half the features that they promised and if it comes uh, one year later than they promised, then I will be actually uh, amazed that they accomplished okay. so much. Okay, got Sword it. controllers? Yeah, right. They didn't. They didn't come. But I also, uh, I, I want to say, like, I don't think they are lying. Yeah, like, I, mean, I, not... I don't want to say like, okay, yeah, okay. is lying. I don't no, think okay, so. Okay, sorry. I don't want to. I wouldn't <laughs> want to come off like that. I'm sure they believe it. Yeah. They believe everything okay. themselves. It's just they will not be able to do. I mean, I wish I'm wrong. Please, please, uh, please, Pimax, prove me wrong. Please, ha please, like, you know. That's what we all want to happen. We all kind of rooting for them we're like we can do it but yeah. we need to see it so there's always hope you know there's um last episode we discussed a little bit that yes the ces thank you will 
hopefully help us see what they have right now. Even if it's not the final product, we kind of hope to see at least some kind of a prototype that would show us half of the functionality they promoted so yeah, right. so hard. So yeah. Exactly, yeah. So I I also think they, they are hoping that this is going to happen, but the only thing that I could say is not ideal is that the the announcement, it just made it feel like it is a reality. You know, they, they the announcement, it just felt like, okay, this is this is just a real thing, it's going to happen. And for all those um, who want to buy in the dream, you can get the 8KX, the current headset now, and they're totally going to... Like um, yeah, give you the money back for that 8KX, and and you will get the the 12K then. So I also believe that they're going to overpromise, or they overpromised, and probably they're not going to deliver in that time frame. I do believe that they will deliver this at one point, but probably later. And yeah, I just hoped it was, of course, next year already. Anyways, but they have said they're going to show the prototype to us at CES. CES is very close right now. We have, yeah, it's, it's November. Oh, it's, it's super close. It's, it's crazy. You know, if it was any other company, I would be excited. I okay. just cannot get excited because it's Pimax. You need to so see it, right? You need to see 8K, it first. How, you know, they promised 8K headset in 2017 or something, like uh, on the Kickstarter even. And they, they couldn't deliver it because they had no. not enough hertz. And, you know, there's, and there are also chip shortages. I mean, it's what tough. world it's are we living in? It's a tough call. Don't and get uh, hyped up because you won't get disappointed. I must admit it. Yeah, you're right. There's too many moving parts, right? To put it all into one headset that comes out in Q4. Anyways, Adam, um, you are in the States. So are you going to mm -hmm. go to CES for next year? Yes. Is it? Oh, yes. no. So yeah. In January, yeah. Oh, so we cool. are. Hotel oh, yeah. and everything. Yeah, so Perfect. I'll be there. I'm super okay. excited. Yeah, cool. Yeah, perhaps we're going to meet there in real. It, it might be perhaps. Uh, I'm thinking. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I'm yeah. also thinking about yeah. it because we're still like, ah, oh, is uh -huh. it? Are they even gonna be there? <laughs> I hope they yeah, are. But, but it's, that is okay. a risk. Yeah. Yeah, it is a risk. Yeah, but Adam's gonna be there, so that's gonna be amazing. Perfect. So you, you got your reason to go then. Yeah, What's I have the my reason. Now? <laughs> yeah, now the hesitation is over. Before it was like, should I go? Because I'm not sure will the 12k QLED actually be there. But now I know that Adam's gonna be there. Okay, perfect. <laughs> gonna book that. the fly tomorrow. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. Okay. Great. So yeah, I just wanted to know about about your um, about your thoughts about the 12K QLED because this is of course an interesting device, and uh, if this really comes to fruition, wow, it's a VR enthusiast's dream. Okay. But now let's get into our current topics. So yeah, we already talked a bit about Blade and Sorcery. I'm not sure if we need to talk about it again. So it's. Um, yeah, it's a PC VR game that's now available on Quest, on Quest 2. Right? Something. Is there anything more that you Is want to talk about? Is it available to Quest? Well, I just, you know, maybe to add that uh, probably the favorite, favorite thing about Blade and Sorcery is the ability to mod this game. The PC VR version, like Star Wars mods, are pretty, pretty amazing. For now, there's no option to do that with this standalone version, but it will be. So eventually okay. we will be able to do it. Um, also, there is this send mo sandbox mode, but there's a different mode that in the game it says it will come in 2022. So there will be some kind of a mission gameplay or a campaign. Okay. So this game will get even better. I have a feeling like they just wanted to get it out to okay. for, for people to see what 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 they already have. Even if it's the you know it's still a sandbox, it could be like a like an Apple app game to be honest, because there's nothing yeah. really to do. You just but play around, kill kill yeah um, 
Yeah, it's, it's, it's the same like the PC version. There's, it's also just about killing and sandbox, and people love it. Yeah, and people love it now. <laughs> How does the Steam version compare then to the Quest version? Because I played the Steam version, but the I haven't here. done the Quest one. Is it is it di like are there huge differences other than like you know different kinds of content like dungeons uh, dungeons and stuff? Well, I actually never played a Steam version, so <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't really know how it compares. I've heard the other people saying that it's pretty similar in terms of like the physics and everything. They did a really good job porting everything. Even the graphics is, I mean, you can, um, it's not like noticeably different that you're like, oh, I'm disappointed in this game. But yeah, yeah I would have to, you know, I would play it, uh, the Steam version just to just to see the difference because I'm I'm actually quite curious how it is different indeed but, but you should get the quest version oh yeah 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 why not? my long yeah. list of yeah. games to get yeah exactly yeah <laughs> um, i always find it amazing when people say oh there's nothing to play and like i, I cannot even try all the games there's so much stuff right okay probably the big ips are not there yet right but there's so many good stuff it's so much good stuff it's it's, it's incredible super dexter murphy says that if it gets procedurally generated dungeons i'll buy it it has procedurally generated dungeons so you can buy it. Okay, <laughs> okay, Super Dexter Murphy, it is time for you to get the game now because it does have that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are um, they're different every time you get in. There are some elements that are reused, obviously, but uh, you get different experiences. Yeah, yeah, cool, cool. So that is Blatant Sorcery now out on the Quest. And uh, I think it's it's pretty amazing that you can put a game like this onto the Quest. Like, yeah, everything is on the Quest. And the thing is, it will only get better and more games will appear on the Quest because, and that's another news, another news item that we got last week, the new Quest rendering tech promises massive gains in app performance. And actually, the technology is called Application Space Warp, which will allow games to have 70% more performance. 70% more performance. Just think about it. Even now, in my even now, in my opinion, like the games that you can play on the Quest are incredible. Like, um, yeah, all kinds of games. Yeah, mm -hmm. like The Walking Dead and uh, like like really like beefy games can can already run on this. But with this technology where not every frame has to be rendered, but only every second frame, and the missing frame is being generated by this new technology, by this space warp technology, that's incredible. That's really incredible. So having 70% performance gain is ridiculous, right? Isn't it, isn't it unbelievable? It I think the, like, like the quest is just getting better and better. Like every software update, it's unbelievable, right? They have just have the best people on this planet working on this. You realize how much harder it makes for everybody else to come up with a it's better It's tough to compete. Down. It's tough to compete yeah. against, honestly speaking, right? Let me inject some cynicism in that. Yeah, I like it. Give, also, put it in. It's, again, it's too good to be true. It'll probably work. It'll probably 70% is like this cherry-picked number of, of a specific scenario. No, on, no, honestly, again, for this one, I, yeah, no, no, I think you're wrong with this one. Okay, great. Because because the, the the this kind of technology it already worked so well on the Rift for and for PC VR um, headsets, right? This kind of motion reprojection, and they just have found a new way where uh, how these um, how the how how the missing frames are being rendered in a way that is even more accurate accurate than before, and that's why. It works so well, and and for that I absolutely 
believe those engineers I mean, from Facebook. I, I can still see <laughs> ghosting. I played when I played Vader, Vader Immortal uh, on uh, Airlink. Despite the fact that I have a 3080, and I'm not saying it's just to brag, I just want to show that it's not performance of my PC. I also have a 3080. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh I, my God. I just made it possible for you to brag. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I could, when I was like looking at my hand like that and moving it sideways, yeah, I right. could see ghosting. Yeah, right. And, and, that's, and that's why, that's a problem of this PC version of this technology. But they say but, with this one, okay. it's even better. Okay. So you won't even have these problems. Well, we have to try it, but I really, I think it's going to happen. I have a and, question though. Yeah, because I wonder, Because I wonder, you know, if it really does generate these accurately and we really get like uh, 70 or 90 hertz performance with just working at 45 in yeah, reality, like second, the real ones. Right, right. How is it this generation of extra frames? How is it going to affect the battery life of the Quest? Because that's kind of mm. another. It should increase it in theory. Yeah, it should be better. Be lower? Exactly. It should. It should be um, less better? hard on the. Yes, because not every single frame has to be computed. So, so okay. computing a frame is more expensive than actually like generating the missing frame. So okay. that's so that's why that's why actually there is this this gain because um, the the XR two does not have to generate every frame but only every second and the one in between is yeah it's like generated with some algorithms which are just smart and not using so much energy. Okay, so I don't know that the generation will actually be cheaper like it's cheaper. not as expensive as generating right, the right. frame. Exactly. That's, okay. Again, now I'm, I'm happy so to be excited. wrong and also I got to admit there is DLSS which makes a 1080p resolution look better than 4K resolution in some instances, which sounds mm -hmm. almost impossible, but it happens. Yeah, but so it does work, right? It like does you can work. do really uh, beautiful yeah. things with software. But and you know, but maybe let me say why I was so skeptical because I have a horrible okay. experience with Valve with with Vive and Valve reprojection. Okay. There's is very bad. It never worked. Oculus is probably better. So Let's see. Let's see. Yeah, I, but I, I truly trust this could Remember, happen. if you never, if you don't hype, then you are, you can only be, uh, you know, happy. Yeah, good. Okay, then <laughs> this <laughs> technology <laughs> is going to suck. Because if it's bad, because if it's <laughs> bad, you will say, okay, ever. I expected that. <laughs> and then if it's good, you say, wow. How nice. Assume everything's but awful, so then you'll be pleasantly surprised sort by everything. Where's the like, joy of life yeah. anymore? Oh, this is Come on. Simplex, you know, anything. wow, this is, wow, we're getting really like into, into meta because the, the whole thing, this is actually Buddhism, you know, in Buddhism they say life is suffering. And then if, if, if the whole life is suffering, then all the stuff which is not is pretty amazing. Yeah. This is so, you, you, should be a, you, should be a, you should be a Buddhist to Simplex. Do you know that Dalai Lama joke? When the Dalai Lama comes now to, into a pizza place and he tells them, um, uh, make me one with everything? I <laughs> know, oh, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah, right. Wow, what an amazing show today again. Perfect. <laughs> so, yeah, anyways, so this technology is going to happen on the Quest, so the Quest is even going to get better. And now I'm wondering, why don't we have Lone Echo 2 running on the Quest, right? Because with this kind of technology, with 70% more power, it should be possible to port something like Lone Echo 2 on the Quest. What do you think about this idea, Atom? Should they now make it? I, think, I mean, for me, it's like a duh, but I don't yeah, know if they, right. you know, duh. had this information before. So maybe now it'd be even more possible for them to do it. So, I mean, I wish I could kind of get into the minds and their thought process on this. But now I feel like, okay, there's an even better reason to do this. So let's 
let's go. Right. <laughs> exactly. Let, let's make it happen, right, Tatiana? It would make so much sense now. We, you know, we want it now. We're literally talking about the death of PCVR, and I'm just thinking if Steve was here right now at this show, he would be really not happy about this conversation. I mean, of course, I want <laughs> these games to come, and of course, they will be stripped out of those, you know, still not going to be as powerful as the PC version, but I would love to see those. I mean, I have just chatted with some of the people on my Discord and how, you know, disappointed they are that we have these amazing Steam games that they cannot play. It's right. so expensive to get this graphics card. I mean, we were looking at 3090 last night with my husband, and it, they go for over $3,000 right now. I mean, nobody right. has yeah. this kind of, you know, just for a hobby, for something you want to casually play in the evening. It's 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 terribly alienating for people who just want to enjoy these, like, Steam VR games or Rift yeah. games. So. I only got my 3080 because I paid MSRP, <laughs> MSRP, you know, because I wouldn't get it otherwise. And it was okay. actually, I waited a year for it. Mm. Did you get right. it recently? Also, sorry? Did, did you get it recently? I, I ordered it on the day that the pre-order started on in the third minute. <laughs> oh, no, no. You had to wait for one and a half years to get it. I now. waited for 11 months, <laughs> ah, exactly. Okay. Oh, man. And then and yeah, they told me long. that... And they, I also didn't get the one that they ordered. They switched it to the LHR one, which means the one that has a lower hash rate, so it's not uh, mining crypto as well. And I agreed <laughs> for that. Because okay. the original one is best, best for crypto, so it was all buy, buy, bought out by scalpers. But the You're store right. in Poland where I bought it, after 11 months, I mean, I didn't pay for it because I, you know, I chose the option to pay it on delivery because it's smart to, a thing to do. And okay. uh, don't always do that. Then they will always deliver because you don't pay them until <laughs> yeah, they deliver. So. Oh, that's a yeah. smart thing, right. Yeah, that's a pro tip. And then exactly. after 11 months, they told me they can exchange my card for an LHR1 at the same price. So I paid MSRP. And that's why I got it. I would never get it for more because I think it's really not worth it. Right, much. right. Get the Quest 2. <laughs> True. Anyways, now it's time for me to sound like a broken record. Forget about PC. It's all going to come through the, through, <laughs> through the cloud. Through the cloud. In a couple of years, like on the Quest 4 perhaps, everything is being rendered in the cloud. And that's when you will be able to play Lone Echo 1 and 2 and all the back catalog of Rift games on your quest through the cloud. And it's going to be beautiful. And nobody has to pay um, this kind of money for 3080, 3090, or 4090. Everything is going to be in the cloud. Do you believe that's going to hap happen, Adam? I'm still oh, skeptical about like cloud stuff and latency and all that. But we, I mean, we've seen a lot of improvements in it. Yeah. Um, but I do... Again, I can't speak from like a developer standpoint because I don't know all the ins and outs and God, okay. you know, like got to respect all the developers trying to get things to work on different headsets with different motion controls. And I'm like, I don't even know how that'd be possible. Right, but right. Um, I don't know. Like, it's it's tough to say. I think things are getting better when it comes to like, it would be cool to be able to take, you know, your somehow your PC VR saves, bring it over to your quest. Although, you know, that probably not gonna yeah. be pop possible with um, Oculus meta or whatever anymore since no more rift but i don't know it'll be interesting to see if we do have other com uh competitors to quest like if that's going to be something like some kind of it, it is. pc and wireless uh, compatible mm -hmm. stuff. i think it's going to happen yeah. i'm I'm, sh I'm sure it's going to happen you can probably guess what, what i would say you don't <laughs> you don't think it's gonna happen i think it's gonna maybe in like 10 years people in the chat are I'll saying see that when i believe it but, yeah, um, sort of, I'll believe um, it when I see it. I have an experience with cloud. <laughs> look, look, yeah. look, Sebastian. Yeah, I okay. play Pancake games, right? Can you yeah. agree that streaming Pancake games is like 10 times easier than streaming VR? Of, of course, because of the latencies. Streaming 
thinking now somebody killed your life my wife turned yeah i have to tell her she doesn't want you to be on the the show that's enough (laughs) yeah okay (laughs) enough talking with the german one (laughs) okay but anyways um simplex well you're not going to blockbuster to get your movies on right you're watching it on netflix and that happened that happened like this interactivity it's not passive it's, it's, not Look, it's true. It's let me true. go back to my point before the lights okay. died. Okay. Uh, <laughs> streaming, pancake games is horrible. Some people may, may disagree. No, for me, it's, it's not bad. It's, it's lag well. and compression kills image quality, and I can feel the no. lag. I can see the compression. Yeah, and okay. it so much depends Probably on, your, in Poland. on your network. <laughs> well, I have a one gigabit <laughs> internet uh, connection. So, okay, you know. faster than me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but but then it doesn't work for you. Like like for me here, I, I like I love Stadia and it works like like a charm. You know, people are less or more. Maybe you have maybe you have data centers closer to you. That's one could thing. Could be, could be. If, yeah. If we have could data be. centers everywhere, yeah. I agree, it can work. Uh, right. But still, uh, not everyone's internet is like that. And sure. It's very, and but also, it, it is going to happen. And most important thing, people are you cannot uh, people are uh, sensitive to latency. In various degrees, I am actually. So for, I, okay, yes. I am actually very. I can feel it. Okay, and uh, you know, like I play, I use Pluto Sphere on my Quest Two to play VR games from the cloud, and it works like Ooh. incredibly okay. well. So I was wondering uh, about that. And it, I've that's heard about not, Pluto You should try it if you have the chance, Adam. It's it's like I was so surprised when I tried it for the first time, and I saw like, wow, it feels like. It feels like a um, virtual desktop from my local computer, but the computer is somewhere on AWS in the cloud. Wow. Mm. And it works now. And it's, it's 2021. So 2023, come on, it's going to happen. So how is when it, when it happens, how- I will tell you all the time. I told you. So. <laughs> I, Look, I told you. How is it possible that first we heard about VR it needs like lowest latency possible? Photon to, look, photon to something yeah. latency. Like it has to be very, very low. And yeah, suddenly like you are streaming tw- from the cloud? Yeah, but it is like under 20 milliseconds. And that's exactly what we need for VR. Okay. It works. Okay. Have you we'll tried see. things like Beat Saber with it to see how... Because yes. I like it's, certain games it's that doable. are very sensitive. It is. Okay. It is it's, it's, it's pretty amazing. So, yeah, I believe this is going to happen try in the next few years. Try Odika in that. <laughs> okay, I'll try. Tell me how you do. Beat me in Odika on that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's a good game. Yeah, anyways. Game. Anyways, yeah. So, the, the Quest 2 even getting better. And... It's even getting better from update to update. So there's now update 34. And I was really so busy with my um, review things. I even didn't didn't get into it. But I know that Tatiana made a great video about it. So probably you can tell us a bit more about what update uh, 34 has in store for for, um, Quest gamers. For meta Quest gamers. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, sure, I can put it in a nutshell. There is, you know, I'll start with probably the most exciting feature we've been teased about it earlier with some like leaked videos and the feature is called space sense and for those of you who don't know that's basically you know how you draw the guardian and then this is basically all you have is guardian and the walls if somebody walks inside this guardian like uh, your roommate or your pet you can like kick them by accident yeah (laughs) and just have uh, yeah. yeah like not very pleasant encounters or if someone you know playing Resident Evil 4 and then your friend is trying to like scare you while you're playing like touch you on the shoulders. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. I hate those people. <laughs> not going <laughs> to happen. Yeah, so now it's not going to happen because this space sense actually is going to show you the outline of people or oh, objects so or pets 
that are entering the Guardian. And I actually managed to test it because it's, you know, the update is coming gradually. So it's like rolling out. It's staggered. Maybe yeah. not at everybody at the same time, but I already got it. Uh, Lucky. Maybe just today. Yeah. Well, maybe you have it too. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's Let's 34. Check. check today. You'll have to look. Yeah, yeah actually, actually starts rolling out. It's pretty quickly. <laughs> oh, right now? Okay. <laughs> and so what I thought is that it's going to be a very sim like familiar pass-through image you know of the objects like a black and white pass-through that we normally see like um yeah just when you turn on the pass-through mode but Perfect. no doesn't work they do it differently now okay how do they do you it? you don't see the black and white pass-through you see some kind of glowing outlines like wires that are outlining these objects and they like glowing huh. purple to pink to blue and sounds they kind amazing of, yeah they like outline <laughs> these things like it's a photoshop filter or something wow. i actually recorded these things through sidequest because it's still a feature that you can't record it with a yeah right exactly so mm -hmm. i had to do it like through the sidequest feature and it worked and i'm I, I thought i would put the video before the the show so that i could like send you guys to it but i haven't had the time but i will post it tomorrow it looks pretty amazing because <laughs> it's like colorful right and you see these little outlines they only show up when something enters the guardian and it only follows the line of your sight so like when you're moving your eye it's almost like a like a flashlight you know, mm -hmm. it only highlights the object if it's within your sight. And this is for moving objects, right? Or is it for stationary things too? Well, like furniture? I've noticed that if the object is static for a while, it kind of disappeared. Like I brought my cat. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Beckett was chilling there. <laughs> and it was so funny that I even... Animal testing here at Disco <laughs> VR. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, poor thing was sleeping and I just carried him and put him on the okay. And And so it was really working. You know, he was walking around and I saw a cat in my Oculus dome. Uh, but then he just sat there and he sat there for a couple of seconds and he disappeared. I'm like, okay, oh. that's not going to work for me because he usually likes to just come and plop on the floor next to me when I'm gaming and I need to see him. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to have to test it more. But I like opened the door um and then the door was within my my guardian and i could see it all the time even though the door was static so i don't know i think they're still working out you know the way that it's going to work best because you can't even find this feature on under guardian you need to go to experimental features and there okay. that's where you will find sp uh, space sense because this is still very much they're like trying to figure out what's going to work for me it's not going to work i don't tell you now because when i record I outlined the entire Disco VR recording studio here. All the objects are here because I move around constantly mm -hmm. and I don't need, you know, to mess up. <laughs> and so when everything is outlined, it's a complete, like, it's a hot mess in VR. <laughs> you don't want to do it. <laughs> Got it. You really only want to use it when there is absolutely nothing in your Guardian. Otherwise, you will be, like, it will be um, distracting you. Oh, okay, um, got it. What else? Like a few other things. Um, they actually bring these API pass-through apps to App Lab and Oculus Store. Maybe mm -hmm. you have seen some of the games that 
um, support I saw the flashlight pass-through. one. The um, is it a zombie or something where you yes. like, have to shine a flashlight? I'm I, like, lo- I don't know if I want to do that in my own house. Phasmophobia is scary on you its know, own. I, I don't want to be scared I, in my own place. I don't play these games. Sometimes. I hate it. <laughs> but this is amazing. This is it's this amazing cool. yeah, technology. Sure. I actually found this app. I was the one who found it on Sidequest. I'm like, oh my God, people need to know about it. And I posted it from Sidequest and it went a little bit viral because this is the kind of app that we were like looking forward to that would bring our nightmares in our house. Of course, you'll need to move up to it. (laughs) (laughs) And it's so cool though. Yeah, the technology and the possibilities. I'm like, man, maybe the scary one isn't necessarily for me, this particular one. They should put beautiful people in there, you know? But think about... But think about uh, beautiful people. Think about Pokemon Go. You know, instead of walking with your phone, checking out the environment, you can actually play something in your house. Augmented reality games are so going to happen. It's going to be fantastic. And now these apps are going to be getting the support from uh, Oculus Meta, whatever. Uh, These games will show up on App Lab. They will even be showing up on Oculus Store, which means that it will be easier to install them and to make them work. So this is great news. and of course, there are some other, you know, obviously more minor updates like um, voice commands are getting better. Who in of you States, are using voice commands? <laughs> They're all <laughs> in the States, no? But what can you say? <laughs> I, I never used voice commands on my quest. You, you cannot, I, didn't even I think. Know. I think yeah, you cannot. But, but I speak yeah, English. I, uh, I don't. <laughs> you cannot no, because it's all in the States. I think you're really? right. It could yeah. be limited to that. Okay. It says that Oculus is in the United States uh, and okay. only in English. Okay. So, I mean, those of you who are in the U.S. might be interested in that. It can do things like... Um, we are discriminated, uh, Sebastian. Uh, yeah, you know, no, that's okay. They didn't even sell the thing here, so... <laughs> Well, but they you can click a button yeah. and say start recording. Like if you're a content creator, okay. you can That's start recording bad. quickly. That makes sense. Yeah. And you can even ask some questions like how do I reboot? How do I connect to Wi-Fi? How do I change my profile picture? So it's turning okay. into a Siri in a way because it can mm-hmm. like and help it's great you or something. for casual. Okay, that's that's really good then. Mm-hmm. How do I secure my privacy? Oh, okay, take off the thing. Okay, <laughs> turn off your microphone. Yeah, turn off. Yeah, turn off the whole thing. Okay, okay, good. I, I didn't even know that this is a thing. Like with the voice commands, that's good. Yeah, I only yeah. heard about this uh, when I read the release notes for that. I was like, "What voice commands?" And then I yeah, read it's right. only in the states. Okay. Yeah. 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 So. But you know, I, I really like this space sense. It makes so much sense. I'm not sure if you have seen that viral video where it there's like a, a dad and he's like playing some boxing game. And there's his, his little daughter coming into the picture, and he like he smashes her like in the but yeah. like with full power in the face, and I was I like, wow! I'm laughing. Honestly, yeah, it's, it's it's like a funny clip, but uh, probably not for the girl because he really like smashed her like really in a bad way. But he so, was so much into the game. Have you seen that? Had, it's like, yes, I have. But he was so much yeah. into it, it that even if he had space sense, it wouldn't have stopped him. Probably. I'm not sure. I don't know how how clear how fast this space sense works. Like, would would you see that that girl coming in directly, or probably then you wouldn't like hit her? You, right? you probably would. I think <laughs> okay. I think that you would. I mm. think it it makes sense that you only see moving objects because how are you going right, to right. discriminate between exactly. like your furniture and yeah, yeah. person? So it it still doesn't have thermal, right? You don't. Yeah. <laughs> you Skynet is not We're developed such a predators technology. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> we, we need artificial yeah. intelligence. Also, I think we need totally. We need color, color pass through, right? Yeah, so, we're gonna get it next yeah, year. 
all with the links. That's going to be really cool. Yeah. yeah, okay. So so the quest getting better and better and better. And there's like a great feature. There's also another great feature. Sorry for interrupting yeah, you, no Sebastian. I, I mean, I have ADHD, so if I interrupt you too, too much, just mute me. <laughs> I will let you like, know. I'm diagnosed, so sorry about that. Uh, so the, it's it's a notifications for Android. Because okay, yeah, yeah. Tell us tell us more about this. What, what yeah, does it I will, mean? I don't know how they work because I have an Android. <laughs> <laughs> So you I don't have Android. I have an Android. You and they an only Android. now introducing in this in this firmware. Mm -hmm. ah, yes. previous, so people who have iPhone can tell us how it worked because they could have they they were able to use it for the past months. Right. And Android right. users were, you know, didn't have it. It's like opposite yeah. to it's opposite to Viflow, right? Viflow is only for Android, and this is, <laughs> and now we have notifications for Android users. So I'm very glad. I'm even more excited about this than Space Sense. Because okay. it, it will allow me to be notified what's happening around me in, in the real world. My wife's calling, you know, to tell me something important, right? Right. I'd yeah. like to right. know that. So right. I'm glad. But normally, coming. normally she will just cut the light if exactly. she wants yes, to tell you something important. <laughs> but you know Stop what? this! Look, don't speak I, with I, these people. In VR, you can't what see is German? that. I, I will <laughs> yeah, you're you, right. I will tell you a funny story because I actually have a window inside on the wall. When we did the redecoration, my wife decided it'd be a good idea to have a huge, like, a window in the wall between my between this room and the kitchen. So sometimes when I'm on my headphones and I'm like totally cut off and playing my pancake game, she's just like turning it on and off and I can see the blinking and then I know that she's <laughs> communicating. Okay, something. Want something. Yes. In Morse code. Okay. Did it, yeah, did it, did almost, it, did it. yes. <laughs> Very funny. Okay. It's true. It's funny because it's true. Okay. Yeah, good to know. Good to know what's going on there in your house. Okay, cool. So... Yeah, lots of lots well, Mark of Mark already knows, so why don't you should know too? <laughs> yeah, All that right. makes you're right. Yeah, so lots of cool features coming to the quest and getting better and better. But now we're going to talk about some some new headsets, some new headsets that are now on the market. And we're going to start with the Vive Flow and then who will come to the market soon. And let's first start with this one here, the Vive Flow. We had been teased about that, you know, like like HTC loves to tease. And they do that on their Twitter account, and, and they, they showed us all kind of pictures with this thermos bottle here <laughs> um, showing, and we didn't know what actually is inside it. But now we know, and I have it here already, and I would like to tell you all about it, all about that I found out about this device. So it's a very um, cool form factor. So the form factor really is something special like way, way smaller than all the headsets that we know. You, you can put it on like uh, like sunglasses or this this looks like a, like a skiing glasses probably, right? Willy and, Wonka. Yeah, yeah oh, Willy Wonka, right, exactly. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> and it only weighs 189 grams, which is mm -hmm. absolutely light as compared to the 500 grams of the Quest, for example. And, well, it's a standalone headset. You don't need a computer for this to run. It has its own its uh, its own store, the Viveport store, where you can get apps and games. It is a six degrees of freedom headset with two cameras, so it can uh, track itself in six degrees of freedom. It does not come with controllers, and your phone kind of becomes your controller in VR. So you have to have an Android phone, and with an Android phone, you will have some kind of laser pointer in VR that you would point at the different things that you can choose, and. Next to playing those games, they can get from the Viveport Infinity Store. I'm going to get to that games and apps later. You can also stream your phone's content, your Android phone's content to the device. 
and use it as some kind of personal media player, having a huge virtual screen hover in front of you or above you or below you, however you're going to set it up. And then you can basically watch all the content that's on your phone. You can use all the apps, Netflix app, um, Disney Plus app, or whatever you use, YouTube app, in order to watch it on a huge screen. And also, you can obviously, you can play all your Android games and also use your controller, your, your phone, as some kind of laser pointer in order to simulate your presses, when, when, how you would use your phone. Mm. So that actually works really well. That works, that works actually really well. And this device costs $499. So it's not cheap, in my opinion. Mm. And well, well, it has um, pancake lenses. Like mm -hmm. these lenses are, are are clear lenses, so no Fresnel anymore, no more God rays. You can set the diopter, as in like I'm short sighted, so I simply set my diopter here, and then I don't have to wear any glasses in VR. And yeah, that's that's pretty cool. It gets its energy through this USB C cable um, or port, so you can. At your, either you connect this to your phone and your phone becomes the battery or you connect it to a power bank or you connect it to, for example, the USB port in the, fr in, in, in the seat in front of you in a plane or any kind of USB port. And I think that really is a good idea and it works well. Yeah, so if you want to know everything about it, you can simply watch my video. But now I would like to get into some kind of like a question and answer kind of mode. Probably you want to ask any kind of questions i mean the three of yeah. you that are, that are here now and then i would totally answer them too. yeah i actually want to know since you've already tested them for several weeks and i don't know i've yeah, had actually, my first yeah. impression from them right right i know right. you've had your like thoughts too i wonder you right. know you you tested it how would you rate the practicality of this these glasses not even a headset right. like what would That's you good. think is the best you know, possible use, case? use case that makes sense. for these glasses. Great question, great question. So first of all, HTC themselves has an interesting target audience. So they do not want okay. to target us, 200 people who are watching this right now. So this is not made for us. We are enthusiasts. They want to kind of open it up to, to people who are new to VR. And they kind of market it as some kind of well-being device. So you probably you can remember those pictures of people meditating and wearing this. This the lovely is, photoshopped images. Yeah, yeah terrible. Like, oh, this is ridiculous. <laughs> Let's I, not get into that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is so funny, right? Like, like, oh I've my. I've just gotten I, over it. It, look, it looks so bad. I mean, uh, th th these photoshops look really bad. And the funny thing is, I'm talking about this for a moment only. I took pictures with Google Lens. You know, the the look up. You can use Google Lens to look up pictures. And then I found the stock photos. I found all the stock photos. <laughs> Of these of these pictures, and they cost nine dollars on iStock oh, wow. Photo. It's like oh oh my god, okay. So yeah, that was that was a marketing fail. You should yep. buy them, and you should put other headsets on, on yeah. them. Yes, that's <laughs> a great that's Do a that. great idea. Exactly, exactly. And I'm going to wear them. Uh, I'm going to make them wear like MRTV merchandise, like shirts oh, and yeah. stuff. Perfect idea, perfect idea. <laughs> yeah, right. But anyway, so they 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 market them. As a, like a well-being device, as something to wind down after after you come from work and then meditate. And I, I honestly, I think that's completely off. 
I don't think people who meditate, those few people, they're going to buy like a $500 device and put this on. I, I really don't think it's going to happen. So in my opinion, HEC has in general a problem with targeting, with finding the right target audiences, because you really don't know for whom are there, are there the headsets? Like there was the problem since the Vive Pro, where they said like, ah, oh, this is some kind of prosumer device, but actually it's more for people who work and use it professionally. So they are kind of off with their targeting in my opinion. And I really don't think people who don't know about VR are now going to run into the stores or order them for them to meditate. I, I, don't, think, I don't think so. Would you agree with me, Adam? What are your thoughts about yeah, the targeting? Um, because it's kind of like, yeah, I can do all of these things also. I mean, granted, it's not going to look as good, but I can do all these things plus play games plus even more for the cheaper quest too. Uh, right, exactly. And it yeah. is a kind of a, they're trying to like make their own audience for an audience that doesn't really exist yet, which is a super risky move on their part. Um, right, right. Like Agreed. the technology is cool, but yet I don't think that maybe people completely new to VR their first thought will be like, well, I want to really watch movies in VR and that's kind of it. Like they're going to want to get the whole experience. That Could marketing be, yeah. would be actually probably more successful <laughs> if they just created glasses and they marketed it. Look, you don't have a big TV. You don't have room yeah, in your house yeah. for a huge TV. Get these glasses. Remove all those, you know, games or some little things that drive, I don't know what drives the price to $500. But if they were selling it for like 200 250 and they just promoted it as a huge amazing quality Agreed. like large screen and maybe add some kind of a way to you know watch it with some other people at the same time synchronize it so that so that yeah. you can you can watch it with someone not just alone that would sound much better i think so it reminds too. me of the like the 3d tv fads you know it's uh -huh, like let's give yeah. you a better way of experiencing movies but nobody really asked for like three it was cool and it was a cool gimmick at the time but you know now nobody uses 3d glasses at home right. <laughs> no one has 3d tvs anymore Agreed. Mm. Exactly. Yeah, 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 totally agreed. Um, Tatiana, I also think like with a different kind of marketing, this would have been a much more interesting device. Like what I what I see what I see right now, like if I was the HTC marketing person in charge, I would do the following. I would show somebody like like in an airplane, like in, in, in the economy class, like super cramped down. Right. It's not not fun. Next to the person is somebody like somebody annoying and and then um, in front of you you have like a little screen and it doesn't work right and then the person gets out the vibe flow boom and then you see the person in a huge movie theater alone it's not a stock photo <laughs> exactly not a stock photo it's yeah right it probably would have been more a bit more expensive like alone in that movie theater like showing like watching the favorite movie like for hours and hours and then when the movie is, is over Boom, he, he gets it off. He's again in that cramped economy class, but it's already touching down and mm -hmm. he had the best flight ever. HTC, I should be your marketing person. <laughs> and you would sell like, oh, you would oh, you would be so good. But honestly, yeah. right? No, no, right? That would work. That would the, work. The, they can the, add like other things, you know, I mean, you can connect yeah. it to your phone. They can yeah. market the same thing. Like you can play your your games like in the train or on a plane. Exactly. I mean, you can still or do not it. Even, not even, yeah, not even play. Like whole but this whole presentation, it was like mind-blowing. They were so showing bad. a mom with Very three confusing. kids and yeah. they were promoting, oh. getting out of the kids. Like, oh, I can that just go no. in VR and relax. Like, buy kids. You, you yeah. have three yeah. kids. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I had enough of this. <laughs> Boom. 
<laughs> no, no, but no, really, yeah. Okay. I, yeah, there was, I really don't get the, the, the presentation and the marketing. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, like, or like the other thing, and, and unfortunately this can, cannot do it, but it should be able to do it. It should like stream your, your desktop. And it, it would be possible because this has a good screen. Probably you've seen my Through the Lens videos. It looks really good. It's a great screen and a good lenses. And it would be so good if a virtual desktop was in their store so that you can simply like um, either see just see your desktop if you want to do some work or play actually your PC VR, your PC games on a huge monitor. And then the next um, advertisement clip that I would do, okay, I am now in a train, yeah, see myself in a train and I want to get some work done. But next to me, there's a family and, and they are loud and there's a guy who's always looking at, at my computer screen and I don't want him to do this. Okay, no yeah. problem. I put this on. Then they rob you. Then, no, no, yeah, they rob me. That's one thing. And they look at your phone. Yeah. <laughs> no, and, then, and then suddenly I am alone in some cool office of with, with several monitors and I get my work done. Thanks I to already want that. this device. Yeah. <laughs> that already makes me want to get one. Oh my God, I would be the perfect marketing manager. But no, but no they must Photoshop it on $9 stock photos. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. So I, was, I think yeah. I think that there's like there's this saying that there's no bad product, only bad price. So this is the price. Yeah, the price is also a bit it's a bit. You know, you know that costs yeah. almost six hundred euros in Poland? Yeah. Six hundred euros. Yeah, I know. I know. Right, right. Two but, but but honestly almost if I'm telling you, if Apple came out with this device and oh. they would do the Apple marketing, we would say like what? Only 549 euros? <laughs> Come that's on! That's a friggin' steal. I want it. But then also we must say that Apple, if Apple came out with this device, and they will next year, it would be perfectly polished. Exactly. There would be like no problem. And with this, this is not perfectly polished. I cannot play, I cannot see my desktop, right? And um, yeah, that's what I want to talk about next. Like the, the streaming, the streaming from, from the Android, from my Android phone. That is really good. They nailed it. I love it. And I can see myself um, use that on the transatlantic flight to Las Vegas <laughs> to go to CES. I probably will use that. I'll be the guy who is going to wear that on the but plane. If you, if you connect it to the phone, what about the battery? Can you have an yeah. external battery too? So like no, but this thing... Yeah, you, it you has could. to be attached to something though, right? This has to be attached to something. So oh, I'm going it's to wireless attach... streaming. It's wireless streaming. Okay. It's wireless okay. streaming. So that's good. So this I'm going to attach it to the seat in front of me by USB. And this... I simply connected wirelessly via Miracast, and this does work well. This does really work well. This is nice. Yeah, this this really works well. So, for my my use case is going to be those long plane flights, sitting in my virtual um, movie theater and watching my Netflix because I will be able to download the Netflix show before offline right to my phone. The Netflix app can do it, and then I simply stream it so that works really well and that's my use case and uh, yeah wow. it's not cheap but it works really well do you think do you think yeah. apple actually blocked them because that's no. my but I, I, why is it but why do you think this is my conspiracy i'm putting on my tinfoil hat and now yep. i'm talking i think <laughs> apple it's their biggest competitor they know that apple will come up with that with uh, that they so will they blow just them block. away yes but <laughs> they but, don't need to do this why kind of yes but why htc is not uh, compatible with with an iphone because they didn't have time Mm -hmm. Because I can tell it feels rushed. Okay. It's not. It's not finished. I can tell but it. Shouldn't they prioritize Apple, not Android? Well, yeah. Yeah. It's always been more Android pro of a company anyway. 
Yeah, yeah right. Exactly. So, so they are closer to 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 Android, yes, obviously. I know, I know, yeah, I know. Right. But you know. Yeah, it's it's um it it feels like it should it it would need six more months of mm-hmm. of um of R and D for the software. Like the hand, there's no hand tracking working, but it could right. It has cameras, and the the way to control it using your phone as a, a three dot controller with a laser beam coming out of it that works for mm-hmm. the two D content. That works that works fine for the two D content as in streaming your phone. But when you are in those VR apps. And suddenly you have like a three DOF controller, and we are so used now to six DOF, it just doesn't work. It doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And there's like new apps, actually some some apps that we would use now, right now. Like there's VR Chat on it, there is Vive Sync on it, and Engage. Those apps where you can have meetings with some colleagues, and these are just like crippled by the three DOF, the bad three DOF controls. So that doesn't really work well, and that's like a missed opportunity. And therefore, in my opinion, they need to. Um, work another few months to get the the hand tracking working to make those apps like VR Chat work with hands, and then I really think they have a product that is c- kind of cool, honestly speaking. Right? Mm-hmm. But I mean, there's yeah, no they're... like there's no pass or anything, right? So if you're switching apps, you kind of have to like because I, I even saw in your video you had to f- yeah. you can't see what your thumbs are really clicking on, so you had to sort of like look up and then select. No, and then... actually, actually, if you are if you are um, streaming your your phone, um, you don't have to look on the phone because you can actually use like a laser pointer to choose the things on the phone. That works well. Oh, okay, so that works mean, well. Okay. Yeah, right, exactly. So that that does work well, but mm-hmm. um, like in the VR apps, like VR Chat. If you don't really have like a six DOF controller, right? But just this mm-hmm. kind of like three DOF, it, it doesn't work anymore, in my opinion. That's just like not so good anymore. And and they need to put in more effort to get the hand tracking working. That's what I think. But the form factor looks amazing. The, so yeah, the form factor the is best, really good. You know, yes. the, the most accessible kind of uh, yes. device that we've seen. I mean, not counting Ray-Bans because those are not anything smart at all. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Even though it was also <laughs> quite impressive how lightweight it was. But these actually look like glasses, not yeah, hats. Yeah, really, like like ski goggles probably. Not mm-hmm. not so close yes, <laughs> to normal glasses, you, right? they comfortable? Are they front-heavy yes. at all? No, 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 no. This is really 189 grams. It's really light. So that's surprising when you wear it. It is really, it's really good in terms of the weight and uh, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's surprising. It's a, it has a good picture quality and the FOV is also not so small. It's a bit less than the Quest Two, but honestly, yeah. for watching movies in your private theater, that is good enough. Mm. So it's a very minor thing, but man, all the yeah. fingerprints on the front would bug yeah. me so much. Oh, It'd be like oh, bumping right. that thing all the time. <laughs> yes, oh, yes, yes. No. <laughs> oh, right. I hate that. Yeah. But hopefully this form factor will be an inspiration for I think it know, is. all the other it's, it's gonna happen. that work in It's, it's, it's going to happen. It's going to happen with these, also with these new uh, micro OLED displays, and we're going to talk about this mm. next, if you don't have any more questions about the Vive Flow. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> exactly. So that's the Vive Flow. Um, yeah. Yeah. Prob- it's, uh, unfortunately, I, I really think it's going to be tough for for HTC to sell lots of them because of the price point and because it's not finished. Once it's finished, I'm going to let you know. <laughs> I think soon we'll be able to buy them on a on a fire sale. Yeah, probably. Mm. Pr- might might happen. Will be, you know, will, there will be this huge warehouse of unsold HTC <laughs> when HTC oh, goes bankrupt. <laughs> I root for for HTC. Oh, I, I really yeah. hope they will stay there. I mean, so so many good memories. So many good memes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that too. <laughs> so, so we need HTC. Memes in two years. Yes, we need them right. for the memes. 
Right, right. Okay, yeah, so the other headset that is probably um, probably most of you are more excited about this, honestly speaking, right now, and I, I can't understand it because I'm really also very excited about it. Wow. Yeah, really. That's a wow. That's, that's, <laughs> that's a wow, and that's a, oh, my God. <laughs> that's so funny because I really, really recorded my first time um, using um, this headset, right? so that was really cool. So, mm -hmm. again, micro OLED display. This is, this is the Apara. 5k so uh, the exciting part about this is this was my this is my first headset that has only a micro oled display so really really small oled display i did have some oled headsets before and also one with an oled micro oled display that is the vario vr3 but that also had some other displays around it like a micro oled display as the super high um, focus uh, super high, high resolution display and then content this content context display around it but this only has these micro OLED displays very small ones and it has also again these these pancake lenses these clear lenses as you can tell so no more Fresnel lenses I really love that trend going away from Fresnel which would give you these um, god rays two clear pancake lenses. And also that's something that Meta is going to do with the Project Cambria, also pancake lenses. So I love that because this, this clarity and not having those god rays is amazing. And what I also think is really cool is, again, that you can set up your, um, your um, diopter. Mm -hmm. So for people who are wearing glasses, this is really good. I don't know about about you. Is anyone wearing glasses? I, I don't see any glasses here. So you're lucky you don't have to do this? <laughs> Any of you? Knock on no. wood so far. <laughs> okay. I will have to soon. I actually made LASIK surgery. Okay, great. Not for oh. VR, not only for VR, but mostly. In general. Okay, good. Good to know. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. probably something I should well, do as well. But well, yeah. if if these kind of if these type of lenses are getting more normal and it seems like lots of people like them now to use, then it's good because this is really good. We yeah, totally it, need this to be standard. The, yeah, the, the, I think so. The diopter. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think so. And they also have like real IPD. Mm -hmm. Right, so right. so not only um, certain Hello positions day. like the exactly not only. How is this possible that a known company puts out this product? <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> so yes, interesting. So <laughs> that, that I heard was about so this company a few years, a few months ago, you know, and then their website went down for a few days. Do you remember that? Like oh, and it was like totally. It sounds like total scam because the first time I heard about it, a friend <laughs> told me about it. Look, there's this great new headset. It looks amazing. I went to their website. It was like you know, website doesn't exist. And it's like okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that's I trustworthy. Know. <laughs> I, I also didn't know about this company before, and then I got this email. Hey, here we are, Apara. Do you want to try this yeah. out? Yes. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's really the good thing about uh, being MRTV. <laughs> like, yes. Where is the company based? Like in Beijing. Um, they in China. Beijing. Oh, yeah, right. okay. Right and or Shenzhen. And they are in China. They are a Chinese company. Right. And you so, say the tracking is not very good, but they're going to send you the right, lighthouse? Right, right. So let me, exactly. So so right now, actually like it is right now, this is the Apara Tethered. So they're going to have two models, like like this model, which is a PCVR headset. Uh, and it does not come with its own tracking solution. So actually this here, this is a module. This is another, this is a tracking module. And mm -hmm. the, the tracking is called NOLO. And that's already a few years old. And this is being used for three DOF headsets to bring them into six DOF. It also has its own controllers, but they are simply not good. 
they are mm. ridiculously bad, honestly speaking, <laughs> as compared to what we are used to right now. But this is just actually right now to just show me and to just let me experience a bit of VR with this, a bit of PC VR. So it's kind of, it's workable and it was good enough for me to do through the lens videos. <laughs> so mm. it did its job. But Those look really good. Like the, yeah, when you're mentioning yeah, the right? blacks are really black. Oh. I was like, you can even see that from the, through the lens. That yeah, was exactly. Exactly. It was just so black. Wow. It's like we didn't, we didn't have OLED <laughs> blacks for such a long time. Now in the last few years, we only had LCD blacks, right? Which is uh, getting better, but it's LCD still grayish. Grays, it's still grayish, right? Because of all, because of um, the the backlight of the LCD panels, it's always on. So there's still light, even for dark scenes. So it's gray. But for this, no, perfect blacks. And I was just shocked <laughs> by this wow. when I when I saw forgot. this. Oh my god. Oh my god, I was I was shocked. <laughs> yeah, we totally see... forgot those blacks because yeah, I yeah, that. really, like like how good it is. And then also, this looks so small, right? And and also the lenses look so small, and you don't believe that you would get a good FOV, right? If you see that, you yeah. would probably think like, oh, I was FOV, wondering about that. The FOV must be terrible. No, it is not. It is really not. I put them on, and boom, bigger than is the Quest Two. Stiff because wow. it seems very like hard, plasticky, like. I would um, worry about straps breaking eventually, but no, it's no, it's, it's just like this. You can t totally take them off, like the same thing, like the Quest Two. Mm. You can you can put different kind of straps on it. They, there's a soft strap as well. Oh, they love those. And then use on the audio. What about audio? Yes, audio. There's there's one loudspeaker, so this is not oh. like stereo. Okay. And there's also a 3.5 millimeters headphone jack, so the audio. This is not this is not perfect. This is not perfect. I will speaking. use my my deluxe audio strap. Yeah, you can use your yeah yeah probably yes well, you you can. Well, what is the FOV on this headset? Right, so the FOV I was so surprised, it was bigger than Quest Two. It's like like what? Good enough for me to both, to reach out to both them. Vertical and, and horizontal? <laughs> no, like like horizontal. It, it's about the same. As vertical? Quest 2, I would say for my eyes, I have 64 millimeters IPD. So, you know, it's always different for all the different per people. But for me, for me, like setting it up, I had the same horizontal FOV like the Quest 2. And vertically, I even saw more here. So bigger FOV for my eyes, again, than the Quest 2. And yeah, I was simply blown away because the form factor. Oh, one oh, my, oh no, my, my camera died. <gasps> too much I excitement. Have, yeah, too I have one excitement. question yeah. to Sebastian <laughs> about this headset. Okay, I'm, now, I'm now the audio guy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I have a question for you. Yes. What sorcery is this? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> this is, no, really, this comes from a company that, um, yeah, that we haven't heard haven't before. Heard yeah. And, Chinese, and they, they come out with this headset and it's really, really like excited me, I this must say. It's exciting. I mean, it, it's interesting how, you know, these uh, companies are starting to slowly like take their place. I mean, we have Pico Neo, you know, Pimax, now this. They're kind of uh, changing the VR um, industry in a way. I'm mm -hmm. actually curious to see where it's going to go next, but they're becoming like more and more gear too. Yes, and the huge ones so are still interesting visible. companies. <laughs> I wonder if they are mostly focusing on, you know, if they are focusing on the Asian market or are they uh, trying to? You, go you mean to this the company, North American? Yes, as the, far. The Apara. Wow, they want They want to go. Apara. They want They want to go global, or they would not have. They wouldn't have con contacted me, right? They, yeah, they I do, too. Mm -hmm. They're they're doing this international Kickstarter at the end of November. They will send me the the Lighthouse uh, module that you can plug onto this. So this will be completely compatible with your Lighthouse setup, as in the Valve Index controllers. Mm -hmm. And yeah, this is really, really 
interesting. Also, what is cool, so there's not only this version, but there's also like the all-in-one version where there's like four cameras on the thing, just like on the Quest 2, and then you don't need Lighthouse. You simply have this inside-out tracking just like you have it on the Quest. And this is also going to be a, a Steam VR headset. So this is not, the all-in-one is not meant to have its own games on the device. This mm-hmm. is meant to stream games from your computer, the Steam VR games. And yeah, I think that's a pretty good idea. What do, what do you think? It's pretty cool because it's both the Steam VR, but it also has this mobility effect that you can connect to your phone and it turns into into Vive Flow. Yeah, I know. I turned back. So, you, were showing, you were showing us all at black. Of the- yeah, yeah, so that was really black. That was really black. Yeah, I just wanted to show you like how black the blacks of this device look like. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Only thing I could think about was how scary, scary games are going to be now. Oh, you know, bad. with that kind of a, it's like you Ooh. know, at least the, when it's kind of gray, it makes it a little better, even though things are scary. But if it's like pure black, I'm like, oh man. Yeah. I like, I don't like know how much longer black. I can do VR scary games. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, t- I totally cannot even do them with the grays. So what well, about the blacks? <laughs> I don't even want to know. So yeah, <laughs> and it's it's just it's a true difference to to see those real OLED blacks. So even now the the new headsets. Um, the 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 LCD blacks are kind of good, but now to see them again in in OLED blacks is just a game changer. I want to and, say, I'm yeah. sorry for interrupting you again. I'm no, just really okay. happy that, that, but you will agree with me. So that's, okay. that's good because I'm really <laughs> gra- glad that you have a resurgence, a revival of OLED screens. Yeah, right. VR two OLED. This yes, OLED. Yes, you're right. So you're right. Micro hope, OLED. Yeah. Yeah, but OLED. So I'm happy. That it's good. Happen, happening. It's good. Yeah. It's so good. so just so just even the scene that I showed in my through the lens videos, that dark Half Life Alex scene, it, it just made it so much better, right? To have that mm-hmm. micro OLED and then uh, to have that yeah kind of a big FOV for this kind of form factor. I, I really believe this is the future of VR. This kind of small headsets mm-hmm, yeah. and micro, micro OLED technology. They look cool too. Like yeah, on the yeah, yeah, right. They look, sleek. they look futuristic. It's very Star like Trekky. Yeah. Yeah. Data. From- data was that? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so, and, and they are not even so expensive. So the only thing, the only problem that I faced here was the refresh rate. So on the box it says 120 hertz, but the 120 hertz mode um, didn't work, first of all. And I could only have 60 hertz on the resolution that I showed you my through the lens videos. And that was, that was, yeah, not good enough, right? Especially when they say it's 120 hertz. And that's the problem of these Chinese companies. They put all kind of things onto the box, which like are not Pimax. always true. Yeah, right. Uh, or it is true somehow, but then it's like on, on, the, on, the, on the smallest resolution. Right, so this is this. I don't like this kind of thing. This kind of wrong marketing. Marketing. Right, yeah. this is strange, for us at least in the West. Yeah. Anyway, so but they told me this will have a 90 hertz mode as well, and it only didn't work on my uh, uh, for me here because they sent me a cable which only could do DisplayPort 1.2, and the DisplayPort 1.4 cable they will come out together with their. Um, uh, with their Kickstarter campaign. So that is mm-hmm. something that I will try out and then, of course, let you guys know about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so what are your thoughts about the Kickstarter? Is that something that you would back? Are you backing Kickstarters in general? Is it something that you would want, um, Adam? I can. I definitely want to see more of this technology, but I think I would want to wait until tracking is better because yeah, that would be sure. a make or break for me pretty much. So 
Uh, right. I haven't looked at like their Kickstarter page currently, but if it's not you there know, yet. the lighthouse come and all that's yeah. So that's something I would be I will definitely be keeping an eye on, but I don't think I would be like at this point, I wouldn't be like, yes, a hundred percent. It'd be like, yes, forty percent. Like <laughs> okay. <laughs> Track, okay. It looks great. The OLED, all that, but I want the tracking. It's a big deal okay. for me. Okay. So let's say if the tracking worked, let's say they 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 sent me um this here, but this is a lighthouse track, and then it it would work in the lighthouse tracked environment. How much money would you pay for this headset, Adam? Mm, for it to like replace my Quest, or just yeah, like yeah, in no, general? replace your your Valve Index. My Valve Index. Oh boy, that's bigger. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I'm telling so you. Index right now about like a thousand. So maybe I would say like six hundred. Okay. Like, or less, because I'm I'm a super cheap person though. Okay, <laughs> but you know what? You have to remember that if if it will use SteamVR tracking, you have all the elements of this set already in your house. Yeah, you have you have the base controllers and you have exactly. the controllers. You only need the headset. Right. That's why I'm going to back it, because I already mm -hmm. have it all, and you just need the headset. And so I you would yeah. you would back the the Lighthouse version, obviously, right? Not of the course. not the all-in-one version. Yes. Okay. Yeah, but okay, but the all-in-one version you can have it. You can uh, play it wirelessly. Mm. Uh huh. Oh, well. Decisions, decisions. <laughs> yeah, right. now I don't know. yeah, now you don't know. Um, don't Tatiana, know. what are your thoughts about this? And is this something that you would back? And if you would back it, would you back the Lighthouse version or the one with the cameras? I want the all-in-one version. Okay. Yeah. I can't, like, I started this whole channel and my VR involvement with a wireless. Yeah, wireless is fun. So yeah, yeah, that makes going sense. from wireless to wired, uh, yeah. It's I hard. like both. It's, it is hard. Yeah. So for me, it's a little different because I, I don't have the Valve Index, unfortunately. So I can't compare it to that. And, um, but I think that maybe I would pay five fifty <laughs> for this headset. I would <laughs> for like the for that. the standalone with the camera. Don't cameras, you think right? that the yeah. CVR version yeah. would be much more much uh, much cheaper because it wouldn't have the cameras and stuff like that? Could be, yeah, I don't know, but it has the lighthouse stuff. I don't know how expensive this is. This is the sensors. Depends on how they bundle it. Like if they yeah. do a, a solo headset, or if they are gonna include, you know, their own lighthouses, or they're gonna add like you know the regular. Uh, I, I, I really, I really, or? I really think it's just an upgrade set. I don't think they're gonna come up with the. They're gonna sell the base stations. I think it's just the sensors, and they expect people to have their I own. Mean, does anyone lighthouse. else have lighthouses except Valve? Do they exist? Like, Pimax, actually. Pimax sells, their own? Uh, Pimax sells not their own, it sells exactly. the Valve ones. That's why I'm asking. Do yeah, right. they exist? No. Remember, because Valve was supposed to license it. They said it's a free license. Everyone can make can make them for free. They like they have royalty-free license on the whole Steam VR tracking ecosystem. No one ever made it. It's right. like if it ain't broke, don't fix it, I, I well, suppose. If yeah, it's, if exactly. it's not profitable, don't do it because it won't profit. <laughs> right, right, exactly. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah, wow. I would like to get some kind of opinions from the chat, people in the chat. Are you going to back any version of the Apara 5K, either the all-in-one or the Lighthouse one? Please say yes <laughs> in the chat now. Mm -hmm. If no, please say no. If perhaps, say perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. It's such a hard... like. Because yeah, I, I because I have both. Like there, I, I know I can get you know higher quality from PC VR, and that's kind of where I started with. So that's 
always going to be my priority. But then once I got the quest, I could really appreciate the portability of it. I'm like, yeah, I can just play this thing anywhere, take it and travels with me. Uh, I hope we get to the point one day where, you know, it's going to be really easy to be able to do both, like not have to sacrifice quality for portability. You know, right. it seems like we're getting there slowly. We're though. getting there. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, we're getting there, right? Today, those headsets that I showed today, right? They are both small and it's, no. it's going to... It's a good to, day. It's a good it's, day for VR. Mm-hmm. It's actually it's, very, keeping me very optimistic about yeah. it. Yeah. It's it's interesting, right? Slow had OLED, right? Yeah, that would be good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and and like great hand tracking. Anyways, <laughs> it's it's an exciting time for VR. It's like it feels like something is moving on, right? Some it's it's happening. The the magic is starting to happen, and everything starts to get together beautifully. And, and wow, VR is not dead. VR is not <laughs> dead. And, yeah, and it's glad that we are here and we can we have this community and talk about all these beautiful things. Yeah, all right. All right. We could talk more and more, but we have already reached the two hours time, time stamp. <laughs> and uh, that's normally where we wrap up. And Adam, it was so great to have you on the show. I hope you also yeah. enjoyed it, even though it, it just felt... It just felt like we have just talked for 20 minutes, right? We could really... <laughs> yeah, time flies. Right, right. It, it feels like, okay, oh, that's too short. But we need to kind of um, get it into the two hours mark because we cannot always do a three-hour show. But <laughs> it's so nice to meet you, Adam. And for sure, we're going to speak more, hopefully in reality, at the CES. So thanks. Yes, definitely. That would be cool. And thanks so much for for coming. And also, thank you to Simplex for coming for the second time. Did you also enjoy it today? Sebastian, I enjoyed it. I hope <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't wear you down with my pessimism. So. No. no, no. <laughs> I, Your pessimism, it, it could not hold my, my optimism Great. down. We don't have Anthony today, so we need someone. Yeah, exactly. I, tried yeah, yeah. To be, I tried to be like, like a small Anthony, you know. Yeah, yeah. You, you did a great job. <laughs> okay, I hope, I hope you'll invite me again. Yeah, I will, I will. And, I will. and please reserve my spot uh, for, you know. When Anthony's there. No, I mean this and also for your showroom. Remember? Oh, of course. Of course. Yeah, that's going to happen. That's going to happen. my friend. Looking forward <laughs> to that. Yeah, cool. Cool. And of course, great to have you here, Tatiana, as always. Yeah, that wraps it up. That was Season 2, Episode 14 of the Next Dimension Podcast. For all the people who are watching right now, thank you for watching and being here live. Now is the time to give this a thumbs up so that the algorithm will know that you enjoyed this and that more people will find it. So destroy that like button and also leave a comment. Leave a message to any of our of our guests here or to me and do let us know what you thought of today's show. And do absolutely also subscribe to Adam Bomb Body. Her her link to, to, to her YouTube channel is down in the description of this video. Do also subscribe to Tatiana. Link is there as well. And also, if you are Polish or if you are international and you simply like him, <laughs> also subscribe to Simplex and I will put his link also down like, in the description of this video. Yeah, I'm trying to get to the thousand subs because I'm only oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Let's make this happen for you. Thanks. Thank <laughs> that you. would be perfect. Yeah, and for all of you out there who have not yet rated this wonderful podcast, please do that now. Get out your iDevices, find the podcast app, find the show, and do leave us a five-star review. That would absolutely mean so much to us. And that's it. That's it for today's show. Thanks for watching and look forward to see you in the next one. Bye-bye. See ya. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thank you.